We Love Hip Hop podcast is proudly sponsored by the Youngsterdam Lounge, located at 529 Young Street. Open Monday to Sunday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. For great food, drinks, music, and sporting events, check out the Youngsterdam Lounge. Young Street just got more chill. Yo, man, give me some of that old gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? Some shit I can just kick back, smoke fat-ass junk, too. Put your hand over your heart and in a loud, clear voice, play along with us. Smoke weed every day. Oh, yeah. Episode 48? 48. Oh, the first 48 blunts. So we're going to start back with some MPL. I got two tunes to run for our... Oh, what is Our Tabernacle. So this is Black Coke. Tabernacle. Super clean. I have another one. I can't remember. The man told me. I remember when I was in the Don. Are you recording this? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll talk about it later then. Yo, what's... Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Black Coke MTL product. I see you smiling there, Savvy. Hey, go. Oh, oh. Are we still dabbing? Is dabbing got cut out for 2017 too? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Why did they want blood stop? Okay, so I got a next tune. We're going to stop this for a second, and uh, I'm going to run a next tune for the people, them, before we get into our show. Next. Now, watch this now. What's this say right here? Campaign 93. You ever hear of that guy? No. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? His name is Campaign 93. The song is called Problems. He's campaign. a monk. Mon- no, his actual name is Campaign. It's not Campaign 93. Oh, Campaign. Campaign. Is his track name 93? No. Um, that's his Instagram name. So oh, oh, okay. That's probably campaign. the year he's born. Campaign? That's probably the year he's born. Watch to him now. Oh, Big Bentley, eh? Bentley? Okay. Big B Life. Toronto Life. Watch him now. Yeah, but... Oh, look at the beat that's what the stick is for, my friend. Oh. It's proper. We we should. We don't have no bias here. We 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 want everybody on the show. All right, we're not trying to cut him off, but YouTube's going to rob us of that bag. So we are back. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. I'm your host with the most toast, Friday Ricky Dread, a.k.a. Let's see what kind of a.k.a.s we got today, a.k.a. Ken Piffy. Um, Okay, Ken Piffy. Ken Piffy, I like that one. No, that's all right. Um, um, A.k.a. The Blunt the blunt, the blunt assassin and not because he's a good roller. The guy kills backwards. If you could have just had a little peek into what happened 
like three minutes ago. Yeah. I tried to give this guy a little tool, like a scissors, to cut off the end of the backwards. The man seen that, and he just got all eyes happy like a three-year-old kid. Give me that. Want to cut something and fuck up the backwards. Lo and behold, he fucked up the backwards. I did, I did, I did. So, yeah. So we are but he, back at least he can own up. He's owning up. AKA, Things are looking better in the, in the end of the year. <laughs> so, AKA, fuck up a lot of backwards. And um, to the right of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. SSC underscore Hayherx underscore PK. Instagram. It's the only platform I fuck with. You should know this by now. Episode Jeez. 48. We're on the first 48 blunts. Dun, dun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> you like that one, right? The first 48 blunts. <laughs> you like that one? I think we smoked a little bit more than know, 48 blunts over you, the last you year. You like that one, though? <laughs> yeah. The first like 48 blunts. <laughs> dun, dun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, dun, dun. We just killing blunts over here. That's all we doing over here, officer. So stop preying us. We just killing blunts. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's me, SSC underscore Hey Herx underscore PK on Instagram, the only platform I fuck with. Um. Yeah, episode 48 is going to be a lit one. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah, drinking yeah. homemade Sorrow. Some Sorrow. Courtesy of the fam, you know what I'm saying? Shout out the fam for the homemade Sorrow. The bottle that Friday is holding up is actually a vegan, non-alcoholic Sorrow. And this is a homemade alcoholic Sorrow. So this is what I'm drinking. Sorrow. Friday's drinking the I'm the sober, but I still want to drink Sorrow on the holidays drink. So yeah. And we're smoking the same way, and we're going to get into it. You know what? I never knew when I was a kid that sorrow was actually something that had alcohol in it. Yeah, it's not supposed to be super strong. You know, it's just a little, you know, a little bite. the sorrow down like it was nothing, fam. Yeah, you're not the only one. <laughs> They're just you're not the only me. one. I, I can remember a couple, a couple of years ago at a Christmas party mm. I was having with the fam. And um, I won't mention no names, but uh, one of the wives put a... A bottle, a bowl of punch out on the table, and then the table, the punch is out there for about half an hour, and then she mm. comes out to the middle of the party. She's like, "Hey, don't let the kids have any of the punch. The punch has alcohol in it, eh?" Half an hour later. <laughs> yeah, well, it was an honest mistake. You know what I'm saying? Thank God the kids weren't drinking the punch. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because for some reason these kids nowadays don't know nothing about punch. They don't want to. What? That's not. Why, that's why not Pepsi. That's not ginger ale. That's not Coke. I don't want that. Oh boy, why Fitzroy going to sleep so early in the corner? Hey, oh yeah, that, you know that happens. But yeah, so cheers to the sorrow. <laughs> cheers to the sorrow drinkers out there in the world. You know what I'm saying? They know what time it is. Yeah, man. Holidays, know. sorrows and blunts. And it was and family, nig and the itis. You know. Oh. Speaking of itis, how was your Christmas, man? It was alright. It was gravy. You know what I'm saying? It was gravy. It was gravy. It was homemade. It was gravy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you beat down, you beat beat up the turkey and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, bro. Turkey, oxtail, the goat, macaroni pie, Ooh. coleslaw. You know what I'm saying? An ox's tail? Uh, uh, yeah. The ox of the tail, bro. <laughs> the ox of the tail. The curry of the goats. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And the roasted of the turkeys. I heard that one time. It's uh, is you, are you guys eating actual ox's tails? You're damn right. That's what the slave masters <laughs> gave us. That yeah. slave masters gave us the tail and we turned it into gold. They gave us the ass and we turned it into the gold. You, you understand pig what I'm feet, saying? Yo, Jesus Christ, yo, that shit tastes pig well. feet. I, I don't eat pig feet. I don't eat pork. But pig feet, get giblins and all that other shit, whatever else it's called. The gets out. Nah, I ain't down with all this. Yo, I'm chitlins. I'm chitlins. <laughs> Fuck all of that shit. You keep that chitlins. You keep that trout, trife, trout, whatever that trife. Tripe, yep, that's it. You know what I was talking about, Sad. You keep that tripe shit to yourself, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm really, I'm really considering. 
I'm not going to be bougie, but I, I'm, I'm probably going to be a vegan in 2018. You understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to probably try and make that transition. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I'm not going to be one of these gluten-free, motherfucking allergic to this type of shit. I'm going to just, you know, try my thing. Listen, if you're going to do that, just don't be one of them hating vegans. Like, oh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm meat? talking about. Ugh. I'm not gonna be bougie. I'm not gonna you're be a bougie motherfucker. Ugh. I'm not gonna be bougie. But no, honestly, like I see myself more geared towards like, eating. Fam, let me eat my like damn that. steak in peace. Go and do your thing. It's it's okay to not have the steak. Go and do your thing. I I'm said. I'm not hating you for I said, not. I said. Steak. I said. I'm gonna try to make the transition. I'm not gonna lie and be like, yo, I'm vegan. Nah, 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 nigga. I'm gonna make this transition slowly at my pace. So if you see me on the street eating a steak, nigga, don't say nothing to me. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm being honest. Hey, I'm just being, aren't I'm you just, a vegan? No, I'm gonna try a thing, and if it doesn't work with me, I'm gonna try a thing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So don't. In 2018, I'm gonna try a thing. You know, I'm not going to commit to the full. I'm a vegan. Get out of my face. No, I'm not doing that. Hashtag try a thing. Try a thing, yes. So um, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors as well. We are here with the at the Youngsterdam Lounge over here at. 529 Young Street. Um, that's in the middle of the downtown area. It's open every day from Monday to Sunday from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, you could reach them at Youngsterdam. That's Y-O-N-G-E-S-T-R-D-A-M underscore lounge. Um, oh, is that Insta? Yeah, that's on Insta. Um, these t-shirts, it's, I got a run-up t-shirt for you know anybody who have an issue. Run-up. Is it there? Now, this T-shirt is courtesy of Crimson Child Printing Services. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be doing a super giveaway. They're going to be adding to our giveaway that we have for um, the 2,000 subs- um, subscribers on YouTube. I got my run-up shirt here, but like I said in the pre-show, it's kind of cold out here. We got a cold advisory. So I'm going to rock this in the summertime. So I will be rocking this in the summer. So if you see me, you're done, no? Run-up if you want to smoke a blunt. You understand? And other Toronto slangs of that of that nature. Yo, you know I'm, I'm talking about peaceful run-ups. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to death was a man in the street. So, okay, before we even get to uh, and oh, just to, to let let them let the people know where to get them. So it's at Crimson. That's C R M C R I M S U N underscore Child. Okay, so if you want to get any of these T-shirts. A whole bunch of other variety of T-shirts or any types of printing. You know what I mean? Holla at holla at your boys over there. Boys. Um, run up. So just on a quick sidetrack. Run up is when you're telling somebody, yo, yo, Bertrand, you have a yeah, problem with me? Yo, run, run up. up, fam. You have beef, run up. You know what I'm saying? Different than pull up. Pull up is you got beef, come to where I am and come deal with it. So you're not here where I am. Yeah. Pull up to where I am. Oh, the run up is in my face. You're thing? in my face. You have an issue. You're run up, fam. Okay, you tell okay. that to the person in their face. Okay. I, 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 I have a pull up story. Pull up stories. Come, come All with right. it. So, I don't know. I'm going to age myself here, but um, Peel Pub, I think it was called. Or one of these. The Peel Pub. One of these places, like one of these. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, so uh. we're there. Park though, man. I'm in the building yeah. doing our thing. You know what I'm saying? Having a good old time. Drinking, smoking, burning. So, you can't burn out inside. So, we're outside now. This is by City Hall. You're right. Right? So, and I see y'all. Um, yeah, on John Street, is that City Hall or Metro, whatever, yeah. Uh, Around there, City. King and John area, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So those pubs in that time, the pub district. So we went there, All Stars. I think the pub was called All Stars mm. or whatever. So yeah, we're there now. So we're outside burning, you know, doing what we do. Then um, one of our brethren who came with a friend, his friend is on the phone 
Like, yeah, I fucked your bitch. What are you going to say about it? Yo. Jeez. Yeah. I, yo, the man's getting well vulgar. Like, yeah, I fucked your girl and I ate her pussy. All that shit. The man said, you have a problem? This is what the man is saying. Yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like just not really petting him, but we could hear him. And I'm like, this guy, whatever. And then the man said, yo, I'm here right now. If you have a problem, I'm here right now. Come, like, pull up. The man basically told the man, pull up. Pull up. So the man, pull up. Pulled up. We ended up getting into a bar fight. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Guys, girls, whole park deal set. It's a park deal thing. Get into a bar fight. My one brethren end up loses two front teeth Ooh. the whole nine because of this nigga telling the man to pull up. Pull up. up. Because the man called him and confronted him about the man pining his thing. The man's like, yeah, I pined your thing. And I did this and I did that too. If you don't like it, run up or pull up. <laughs> pull up. At that time, he didn't say pull up. The man was like, yo, I'm here. Defend it. Defend Come it. true. Defend <laughs> it. Another <laughs> Toronto slang. Defend it. You know what I'm saying? Listen, yo. The man <laughs> came true and we had a bar fight. Like, yo. My brother lost his two front teeth. We got kicked out of the pub. Yo, but I tell you one thing. The girls on my block can fight. Mm. Straight. The girls on my block can fight. They're down for a good old-fashioned fisticuffs. Yo, bar fights, everything. A skirmish. They don't ramp to throw fisticuffs. Uh. You understand what I'm saying? PK represent. Um, so before we get to any of the uh, other events that we're going to be doing, because we have but a That was lot, my pull-up story. And, and you know, for, and just to, to reiterate... Pull up. You are not here with me. Pull up. You in front of me. You got some shit to say. Run up, fam. Run up, track star. Run you know up. So before we get into any of the other going-ons, I want to know one thing. What's that, Smokey? What y'all smoking on? Ah, oh well, <laughs> today, I would like to say that this um, segment of what you're smoking on is brought to you by... Our friends here at, um, what's it called? Sorry. Mother Earth Medicinal. Ah. This segment is sponsored by Mother Earth Medicinal. Nice. Um, what you got there? We have the pink RB. It's some fire. So my boy, he, he's a potential new sponsor of the show, but he, just, he wanted to sponsor this segment. So he gave me. This dank right here. Some of that fire. So right now, next week, I'll have more information on addresses and stuff like that. But mm. this is just a personal little big up from my bro- my boy over there. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what you got going on over here. It's, it's All right. So such a special take a, bag. take take a nice wallet. Smell of that. Holy fam. Yes. Yo, what is going on in here? Oh, let's, let's was that terpy or? The terpenes, the terps. Oh, terpy. It's terpy. Jesus Christ. Some gasolina. You almost drop in the sorrel, man. Yeah, well the sorrel would, would only do a, do it would only do the sorrel some justice. Yeah, I must drop the thing. drop the thing in the thing, man. Yes. That's good right there. So that's the pink RB. The pink thing there. From the thing the thing in the thing. This is from Mother Earth Medicinal. Seen. Let me give you some more sound effects to go with that. Same name on Instagram. Some some big 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 time sound effects to go with them. And then I have. We're gonna ball this up just now. Scroll up a thing. I'm gonna build up the con here. What else you got there? Then in my mini my my smaller sea vault, I have some. 
Ghost Tanji. Jesus Christ. From my friend, uh, the Guru Ganja. Or, sorry, the Guru of Ganja. Jesus And Christ. this is uh, Herbal Lifestyle. This is his brand. This is the Ghost Tanji. Here, you got to take it out the bag. Sorry. Uh. I'm just going to tell you all the names and then you guys can look at it after. Mm-hmm. I got some uh, KK. If you don't know what that is, that's that Wiz Khalifa Kush. What? We got Wiz Khalifa Kush? Where's Khalifa? Wow, Kush. I just fanned out, yo. Yo, there's always time to smoke, bro. We on that Kush clock. Yo, shout out to Kanye West when he spazzed out this year and he was like, yo, that KK, were you talking about my wife? The man's yo. like, nah, fam, just chill. I'm talking about my strain of weed, man. You need to smoke that. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, fam. I didn't know that. No disrespect. I thought you were talking about my wife, <laughs> a.k.a. the Succubus. Succubus. Yo, shout out to the Succubus, too. You had a great year. We're glad to see that the um, Kardashian. And then we also out. have... The Unk Cheese from last week. Unk Cheese. The Unk Cheese. Jesus the Granddaddy Kush from last week. Oh. I also have the Blue the blue Diesel from last week. Blue Diesel. But you notice that my bags there, they were bigger, but now they're just like a week later bag. Them smoke down. And, oh, there's one more line, one more in here, one more straggler, the, the Condoleez. Opa. The Condoleez. This is a nice strain right here. Our, cam- our cameraman is giving it his a- approval. We're getting a techie over here. Condoleez, Condoleez. If you know what the techie means, we're getting the air guns behind the camera. We're getting Yo, the techie, so man. Is, the chick, is that the chick from the White House, Condoleez? Yes, Condoleez Rice. Okay, okay. The black, the black thing. Uh, the one that, when, uh, that got fired when, uh, the other day. When, uh, no, that was, that was what's her name? That's Omarosa. Omarosa. Yeah, Condoleez was around in the the Clinton era. Oh yeah. And I think No, that's black. the other chick fucking Yeah, she's black, but she's a white lady. But anyways, okay. okay. Hillary Clinton wasn't oh. Hillary Clinton wasn't happy cuz she basically came on TV and said, "Yo, they're treating the White House like it's a plantation, which means they're <laughs> fucking everybody." Oh, Lee, that's pretty racist. Yeah, but she was she was upset like, "Yo, you know, remember Monica Lewinsky?" Bill, Bill, Bill dropped off a nut on that dress. Suck off our monitor. You know? Like know. Uncle Murder said, can't trust Hillary. She can't. That's why Bill cheated with that. She can't suck dick. That's why Bill cheated with that Monica Lewinsky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lenny Grant. Yo. <laughs> so um, I have some uh, one, two, one, twos I can uh, show. Oh, yes. Here. Shout out the, the danks. So I, I got some dank here. Some. Yeah. Some black tuna. Courtesy of Youngsterdam. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 not Youngsterdam. Um, that's courtesy of meds.medidispensary.ca. Oh, my, my bad. I apologize. You know what I'm saying? My bad. Um, I got ahead of myself. I got ahead of myself. Yeah, so, yeah, we got some black tuna. That's them, some some banga. Oh, we put it on the bud cam. We got a bud cam, you know what We're I'm saying? We're stepping the game up, man. Shout out to us, yo. You know what I'm saying? With the bud cam. So, you know, if you want to get yourself some delivery, hit us up on get your app. Get your, get that app down. So, meds dot medidispensary.ca I'm gonna okay. put that pink on um, the bud connect cam. yourself to the app get you some delivery it's freaking cold outside right now you don't might want to you might not want to travel all the way down the road hey you know did saying? somebody say something about empty pipes <laughs> <laughs> them one there you know what I'm saying shout out Friday I mean shout out half baked mm. so yeah so meds dot medidispensary.ca Mention we love hip hop, you know. I mean, they might show you a one two from that. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, yo, this shit right here. I'm just looking at this pink RB man. Damn. So let's smoke. This shit is stupid. This needs to get on the bud cam. I'm sorry. I'm taking this. Yo, go back to the bud cam. 
So show, show something in here. Oh, that's that bla- the tuna. That's the black tuna right there. Black tuna, I forget, smoke. And uh, we're going to get into some things. So we have a list of things. So, okay, a quick question. Sure. Do you want to you wanna smoke this pink RB or you want to smoke the KK? Pull up the KK, yo. Oh, the man said pull up the KK. I want to smoke that KK, some of that Kim Kardashian. I mean, sorry, that <laughs> Khalifa Kush. <laughs> Poke the bull. Sorry, not sorry. Um, sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> we've got a bunch of lists to get to, and you know what I want to call this episode today? I got an early call for it, and I'll, re- I'll tell you why. It's called Biggie Said Fuck Canada. What? Yes. When was this? There's a time that happened back in the 90s when Biggie first came through. When he what, and niggas the- jumped on the stage and grabbed the mic? Do you remember this? This is a Toronto thing, bro. We were do you, this. Were you there? The I want to say yes, but you know, tiny tunes times. that's that's all that I was just about to say that it's tiny tune era. Once again, I'm aging myself. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But whatever. I want to say yeah, we were there in the building doing our black cloud shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all you niggas know what black cloud means. Mm. Anybody my age knows what black cloud means, especially if you hung out down by Eaton Center. The man them heard black cloud, they knew what that meant. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Okay. And um yeah. Uh yeah. Niggas in Toronto, that's what we like to do. We like to get rowdy, jump on the stage and act like we could rap with the biggest rappers. You know what I'm saying? I remember (laughs) I remember I remember one time I was at a different party Uh. at um and I brought this up at the show before. on our show before. I was at um the Masonic Lounge. Mm. I was watching an Onyx show. Onyx and the man Suave got Punched in his face and pulled in the crowd because the man thought he was bad enough than tr- better than Toronto. Wow. So Toronto had to show him say, yo, and I got so around your brethren. No, yo, sir. The man tried to do the honest back the fuck up, like try to jump in the crowd and like look at a man. The man said, oh, yeah, come here. Sucked onto him, pulled him into the crowd, gave him two thumps. You see the bouncer <laughs> jump off the stage. Like, ah! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man! Yeah, man. <laughs> Toronto. Shout out to Toronto. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You had to be there, as Cameron <laughs> said. You weren't there. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't there. You wasn't there. Don't be mad. You know what I'm saying? Why you mad? You wasn't there. You know what Yo, I'm saying? Yo, freaky, you was there. You know what I'm saying? Yo, um, what was the other man? He he has a whole bunch of niggas. Yeah, Cameron makes you know who the mans are in his crew. That's yeah. one thing. You you get you get comfortable. You 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 feel like they're you know them by name. You will. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you um, was there, Jules. <laughs> Freaky. You know what I'm saying? Santana. All these, these non rappers, fucking. Yeah. There's and they have a black of the dawn. They had a black. They have a black of the dawn from back in the times. Blacko. Yo, they, yo, I'm telling you, Cam is the shout out king. His song is like about a minute extra of just him doing shout outs. Yeah. You Facts. know what I'm saying? Trust me. So, okay. We got a bunch of lists to get to, and oh, this KK is dry, man. And tomorrow I'm gonna be we'll be dropping this episode. I'll be connecting an episode that we did um, uh, when I was in Montreal two times ago with promoter Ricky D. Okay, Rick, Ricky D. Ricky D. He brings down pretty much everybody who comes to the city. Okay, if you come to the city and you're a big artist, most of the time, like say ninety percent of the time, you're gonna be down with Ricky D promotions or you're gonna be going through Ricky D promotions. Oh. So we did a, a, a sick interview with him. Keith Clouds. And he told us a crazy story about Biggie that was connected to the Toronto story. So uh. hence Biggie said, 
fuck Canada. But yeah, you know but what? R.I.P. B.I.G. We love you. I, I think maybe that was off of that one experience because if Biggie came back to Canada, he would be nothing, receive nothing but love and utmost respect. These are facts. He's, he's, he may not be from Toronto, but niggas love him like he's from Toronto over here. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, man's went to jump on the stage a second time and grab the mic from you again, bro. Come on, this time, <laughs> this time, This time it would have just been a, bombard, been a bombarding of uh, Hennessy bottles and blunts. No, he would have been way bigger at this point. Yeah, but that's, been more that, security. but that's what I'm saying. There would have been blunts like yo, when Snoop them came here for the uh. Up and Smoke tour. The nigga Snoop looked at the crowd and said, what y'all niggas smoking? You know what I'm saying? Uh. All of a sudden, it started raining spliffs and bags of weed and cigars and shit like nice. that. You know what I'm saying? Snoop went, picked up one thing. He's like, oh, nigga, look at this joint. Pass it to the DJ. Here, nigga, hold this. Uh. Nigga picked up another one. Thought, he thought it was a blunt. Nigga, lit nigga, this ain't a blunt. This is a cigar. Threw that. Picked up something else. Ah, oh, this is what I'm talking about. Bang. Sparked Bang. that motherfucker. Dre came out of the, the set, like their store setup set, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Dre came out, crushed like half a Hennessy fifth to his face. Hell yeah. Exactly what he did after the fact. Hell yeah. Man came yeah. outside, just pulled the head inside. And chugs, chugs like half of the, the fifth. Uh -huh. And then was like, yeah, nigga, start this shit. You know Hell yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yo, Compton. Yo, some of the litest concerts, man. Jay-Z concert at flipping. At uh, Air Canada Center, mm. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Eminem rave, Eminem concert, man. Let's see how good his concerts are gonna be with his shit album. Um, but we won't talk about his shit album. Um, Ooh, next topic, <laughs> right? I still actually I still haven't given it a listen, so I can't be like, oh, it's garbage. Cause I, you say, you say, oh, it's shit, it's shit. Then I had one man say, yo, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yo, bar Stan, from bar. Stan. Hey. Well, there's, there's, everyone has their own opinion, right? So I never listened to it yet, so I can't just be like, yeah, bandwagon. When he walks, Shout does he hear that, that, that piano? We don't that, do that bandwagon shit over here. When he, hear, when he walks, does he hear that? Who? Your homie that was talking about the album being good. <laughs> oh, man. Because that's some Stan shit right there. That album was horrible. I'll say it in French. Horrible. Um, that's how I felt about Life of Pablo. Yeah. That, that's a, that can go into trash too. Um, so speaking Yo, of that was so bad, I didn't even want to break my weed up on it. <laughs> Yo, didn't even have fucking physical copy. Fuck. That, <laughs> was, was that, that just lets you know. That just lets you know. That just lets you know. So speaking of slim, um, slim shady, um, there's a slim Jesus, a new one. Did you see this? Is this the thing that you sent me, AJ? There's a new slim Jesus. How old is this kid? 17, 16? I don't know, man. I don't know what's happening. Every time hey, but I whatever. open you know Instagram, what? you know what it is? Something else is going on, hey. and I just don't understand it. It's anymore. that wave, man. We just got to ride that wave, and, 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 and it's got to ride the wave and enjoy it. Because, you know, I see, I seen that. I, I watched it. I took it in. But mm -hmm. I was like, don't put yeah. up on a Slim Jesus. No, I'm not, I have nothing bad to say about the track or anything like that. I'm just like, this is this is what everyone, this, every, like, Everybody is rapping and everybody's doing, you know. So it's like there's mu it's, it's just the music. Like you said, we gotta just listen to it, give it a chance, uh -huh. and then see whatever. You know, can't be biased anymore and be like, oh, that's not my, you know. That brings a question to mind. Okay, white rappers. Now 
there's always this thing that there's white privilege. Nicki Minaj was kind of bitching the other day. On oh, because all the all the rappers on top Billboard are white or whatever right, right. now or some shit like that. But I think I'm gonna mix up your sorrow with my sorrow. Come on, stretch mine. White rappers have twice as hard of a time to make it through. Well, technically, we give them a hard time. Yeah. Right. They always have to prove themselves. They have, they to, have to be really that, good. That's, that's the whole point. They gotta prove themselves. And then once we give them that, they oh they, yeah, you know what? That guy can rap still. He gets the bly. Once he gets the bly, it's all good in the hood. Yeah. So the only way a white rapper all real in the to field. get through to get to real popularity is unless they have the super inside pass, or they're hella talented. So what about this um, Post Malone guy? Is he still good in the hood? He's not a rapper, man. He's just using rap for his own fucking so devices. He's, he's pandering. And he's just going to fucking is that what's going on? chew he's, it up he's and then spit it out. He's a panderer Yo, or whatever. Is if, that how you say If is country that the music word? becomes popular tomorrow, is that, is that the word, panderer? If country music becomes the shit that's cool and gets you more pussy, that's what he's going to be doing Yo, tomorrow. I tell you right now, country music is the realest shit out there, bro. Yeah, but if it becomes at the forefront of what's cool to be, then that's what he's going to be. Yo, I want to see the first Toronto country rapper. I want to see it, bro. I'm telling you right now, country is big. Country There's already is being country rapper. Who? Nelly. Nigga, I said Toronto, man. I'm not talking about this southern. He has a song southern. with Tim McGraw. Yeah, nigga, well, that nigga's a pimp. Tim McGraw, that dude's a pimp. The white boy's oh, a pimp. Too. Yeah, have, you, have you ever seen a Tim McGraw video? I've seen the one that he has with Nelly. No, okay, well, the man does some... Yo, the man does some boss shit. Eh? Yo, the man does some real baller ass shit. Well, he's a yo, fucking country his, singer. They yo, sell 30 his, million albums, yo. Bro, the man's mansion. In Texas. Yeah, the man has a big... One of his videos is mansion. And he has all the girls that are riding on the four-wheelers. And the man's just, yo, beer gal, girls in, in swimsuits. Is what, yo, the man's living like he's a Hugh Hefner. Hashtag, hashtag redneck balling. He's, he's past redneck balling. Mm. He, he's beyond redneck balling. You don't have to be riding on a tractor with your cousin no more. Now everybody, Yo, he's in now that bracket. Real he's in that bracket when they start calling the family kin. Mm. Oh, they kin folk. Kin folk. Oh, they kin. That's the rock. Or no, sorry, not no, sorry, not kin. <coughs> Clan. Oh, sorry. Clan. When they're when they're white and they start calling them. Oh, just like you see the Duck Dynasty. Mm. They're the Robertson Clan. I saw them call them on TV. You know. Clan. With a K. Damn right. Interesting. But they have they have black family members, they have a black son, they have a third they adopted black son. Uh, you know what I'm saying? This is lately. I haven't watched that Duck Dynasty. No, but I'm just saying like I'm just saying like once you get big enough, your family they, they start calling you the clan mm. by your last name. Oh, speaking of Nelly, <laughs> and, 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 you ever you ever you ever peep that? No. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Nelly, um, and country singers. And stuff, ah, Nelly, the rape accuser. Okay? Yeah, she came on and said something recently. So listen here now, her his rape accuser came back. He's filing a case against her. Blood clot, man. I said shots fired. Okay. Now, because he's filing a case against her, she's accusing and filing back for um, defamation of character. Yeah. Right? She wants to get the rape case put into a civil case because she tried, remember, she tried the rape case, they threw it out. No. She said she didn't want to deal with that. She yeah. felt like she's going to get crushed because he's a big artist and she's just a. Uh, yeah, so she's doubling back around now. She's saying, okay, you're accusing me of defamation of character and Ray Tay Tay. Yeah. I'm hitting you for defamation of character. Double down. And who's bluffing? I want money in the civil suit for Who's the bluffing? It's a poker game now. Who's bluffing? 
Huh? Who's got the Who's got the bigger hand? 2018. Huh? Who's got the royal flush? <laughs> and who's got the the two pair and they bluffing? Mm. You know what I'm saying? The I'm going. I'm going all in. I'm going all in on this one. You know what? I'm a double down. Fuck that. I'm a double down. Yes, you know the, what I'm saying? So the the plot thickens. Dun, dun, dun. So I want to talk about another couple of things before we get to our list. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Episodes one and two. Oh boy, what's going on with episode one and two? We're going back into ancient We Love History season one beta. We're going into the beta episodes. We're we about to go back. How far? Back. back We're in going time. back in time. Wait. Um. So the year two, is in episode one, two thousand and seventeen. So shout out to um, our first guest from episode one, Mr. Adam Baum. Adam Bizom. You know what I'm saying? Woosha! Um, you know what that is. That was like over at... Um, right at your camera. Look at your oh, camera. Duh. Yeah. So yeah, that was over at the Vape Central. Okay. And that was a crazy episode. Now, I must admit, is, the ambiance is nice, but you can't smoke blunts. Yeah, you can't smoke blunts there. Now, the thing is that was special... You can roll your blunt there, but you can't smoke it there. Yeah. Now, the thing is that was special about that episode is... That was the day that the Remy and Nikki beef sparked. Oh, Sheether. That was the day that Sheether dropped. Oh, it's made his back. It made his way back to the show. <laughs> that was the day Sheether, Sheether dropped. Sheether made his way back onto okay. the episode seven minutes of nothing but headshots now, from Remy Ma. I woke up that morning and I was like, <coughs> I'm going to be doing this podcast idea. I was like, came up in my mind last night, like. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do this shit. You know what I mean? After like a little Facebook conversation with a man. I've told the story a billion times. But I wake up. I have a little bit of content that we're going to talk about. I got Adam coming through. I say, yo, I hollered at you. I'm like, yo, come chill, come yeah, chill. Yeah, I came through and I came on the live, brought some can of guards. You know, and, you know and, some and spoiled smokers merchandise. And, and we had Mike Stone. Mike, Mike Stone was the co-host at the time, right? Former co-host, <laughs> but then, you know, um, shit we'll, got sticky. We'll, we'll get to that because we got to talk about episode one. And two. Uh, un, <laughs> deux, trois, quatre, um, cinq. That's never heard of you. I'm in the club every week, fam. <laughs> I'm in the club every week, fam. Never heard. We'll leave it alone. I'm in the club every week, fam. So, um, that was a dope episode. Yo, that episode was lit, straight up. And it was lit, and it was at lit. So it's double lit. Yes, episode two was at Lit Lounge. It was a fucking chill episode. We had um, one name now, um, Dusty Wallace in the place. Yoey! Yoey! And Humble Child. And that, we still had Mike Stone at the time. That, I, that was Shout out Mike Stone. Right. And uh, things happened. It got a little interesting, to say the least. Yeah, it got, let, let's give it a little bit more. Let's call it exciting. <laughs> Alright, alright, alright. And uh yeah, there was a little bit of a spat. I never heard of you. I'm in the club every week, fam. And uh then yeah. That ended. Oh hold but on. Herc hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You were there that day. Of course I was there. Mm. What's your numbers? My numbers? That's that was the question that Mike Stone asked. What's your numbers? I don't even remember why that happened, fam. Oh, my God. You had the memory of a fucking elephant, my nigga. Only about certain things. Jesus Christ. But you I'm would pretty think sure, this man doesn't smoke weed, eh? I'm pretty sure that's what, I'm pretty sure that's what he, uh, he, he uh, referenced. Yeah. Was so, numbers because they're talking about Remy's numbers. and. Oh, yeah. Right? And he's like, yeah, I get numbers. And he tried to brush it. And the man's like, no, but 
what are your numbers? And then after that, ding, 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 ding. Bada boom. Yo, the, 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 <laughs> the match was on, yo. Yeah, so that was that was an eventful episode. And from there, I was like, yo, Herc. Yo, Smokey the Bear, yo. a.k.a. Paul Bunyan, <laughs> stepped in. And, you know, I was, I was, I wasn't even front. I was, I was hesitant at the beginning. I was like, Very nah. reluctant, yo. I'm like, nah, Friday, I ain't, I ain't doing that. He's like, yo, brother, this come true. Trust me, you'll like it. I'm like, nah, fuck that. And then here I am. 48 blunts 48 later. 48 episodes later, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The first 48 blunts, nigga. Yo. We so killing blunts around here. Dun, dun. Shout out to us. <laughs> yeah, consistency is key. Respect the process, yo. Yeah, we love hip-hop. Hashtag respect the goddamn process. Yo, so hold on. Your boy Joe Buttons, mm. is he doing his own podcast now? He's always had his it, own podcast. I see, oh, okay. So the thing with him and Charlemagne—that's on his own podcast. No, that's a new show. That's what. Okay, that's what I was asking. That's what. That, that, so that. Joe Buttons and, and Charlemagne the God have a show called this. Well, they had an episode of a show called "This Year Was Good, This Year Was Trash." Okay, and they, so it was a wrap-up thing. It was a wrap-up show. They ran it for an hour and a half. I saw it today. Premiere. I've today. seen some of it. Yeah. Some of it was. Oh, so, so they had one. They had it on the Breakfast Club YouTube, and they had it on Revolt's YouTube. Because it's being it's being shot and premiered to Revolt, okay? Because uh. uh, apparently Joe got a big bag from them. Now on his podcast, they're talking about Ciroc, Ray Tay Tay. So he left one place and got picked up by somewhere and else. and got picked up somewhere else with a bigger bag. Now yeah. you go on Everyday Struggle, you go under the views of there. The views are they're going down. But the likes and dislikes are fucking vicious. Yo, fam, like 5,000 dislikes to like 200 likes. Wow. So Joe Button is relevant even though people think he's not. Crushing the damn show. Like the well, show. We need to see how long this new show lasts. Well, their show did great. I watched the whole thing. I saw it in the Breakfast Club feed after that. And I was like, oh, it's on the Breakfast Club feed? Well, say no more. You guys are going to cash in. Yeah, because they're using that. Strength of that platform to do this one, right? Everybody watches The Breakfast Club. You know what I'm saying? At so, least a piece of it if you don't watch the whole episode. So shout but out I won't front. My favorite one mm. was... Y'all treat y'all better put some respect on my name. I'll treat y'all. What did they say? That was Birdman. But, but, um, are, are we done like, or are we finished? Are we done or are we finished? <laughs> He's like, yo, Charlamagne said... But I like what Charlamagne... Charlamagne the guy said, yo... Did you run up on Trick Daddy like this? You didn't run up and trick and 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 and, and Ross like that. Yeah, no, the man said, but I'm running up on you like this. <laughs> the man said, yo, why run up on the news guy? Come on, like you know what I'm saying? Like oh, yo, man. Charlotte, was, uh, yo, Charlotte, was that 2017? That was, was a th- that was 2000. Yeah, early. No, that was like 2016. Was that 2016? I think so. Yeah, I think that's like 2016. Like the end of 2016, maybe. Nah, that was like 2016, man. Put some respect on my name. Yeah, somebody check it y'all. out, man. All three of y'all. Put respect on my name. All three of y'all. Because if that, then that has to be in the moments of the year. You know what I'm saying? No, that was that was that was probably 2016. So but yo, I'm just that was like one of my favorite episodes of the Breakfast Club. I won't front. Mm, yo, even to bring up some of favorites, and it's one of our moments of the year. I feel like our 2016. It was 2016, right? Ah, there you go. So the beginning. I was even from their show. Charlamagne had reminded me of the Kodak Black interview uh, with the fucking ski, ski mask. mask. <laughs> the man stood there just grilling them. Just yo, classic interview, yo. He knew like okay, 
the thing is, everybody's going on a breakfast club all the time. How are you going to get more views than the next guy who's on the show? I won't lie. I clicked on it because I seen the nigga wearing a ski mask. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Yeah, what, what's up with that? What's up with that? You know what I'm saying? And and that's what Mace, that's what Mace tried to do, with his <laughs> but it didn't work. The open ski mask. You know what I'm saying? The fucking Navy Seal yo, fucking. Did you see yo, the Happy Navy, Navy like, Seal? What the fuck? Yo, how you gonna be Pastor Mason better in the day? And at night, want to be murder mace. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yo, the man had mere pull-up talks in his rhyme. I don't even want to give him that much light because that was 1996, Mace. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Mace should only get news cycle for, a, for two days in our world right now. And then after that, Too you got to come with more shit. You have to come with more. Sorry, we we got famous decks and all these different kids out here. These kids in Toronto who are dropping shit fucking mile a minute. Mace... Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Raise the motherfucking bar. And year in reviews. Speaking of that, Uncle Murder, he's doing his soon. We're waiting for that. The wrap up. The wrap up. And him and, and the Skills. The man sold that from Skills. <laughs> yeah. Skills ain't happy about that. Exactly. Skills ain't happy about that. But he's like, yo, he's like, yo, I heard what you said. Finally. Yo, yo, listen to me. Big up Lenny Grant for that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, fucking niggas want to hear what I want to say. You know what I'm saying? The yo, man. whoa. Yo, that, yo. Yo, pull that up, Friday. You have that, yo. What, the, um, the the year in review? Yo, listen to me. I'm waiting for it. Yo, I'm happy. It's not out yet, though. He has to. He still has to give I, it a I'm few more days. I'm going to pull up last year's. Yeah. I was about to pull up last year, but I'm saying I'm happy that you brought it up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm happy that you brought it up. Hey, now I'm gonna be I bring looking, up shit? I'm going to be looking forward. I'm going to be looking forward for that. Straight mm. up. Yeah, that's... I like Mad Skills. I, I listen to both of them. But honestly, the last two years... Uncle Murder bodied that shit. What I want to know is because the way Uncle Murder approaches it is completely different. He's way wittier. The way, yeah, but it's it's a different. It's just a whole different take. And no disrespect to you, Skills. You're great. Yo, Skills is nice, and he has a fucking good job. He fucking tours with with Jazzy Jeff. Just f- relax, fall back, fam. You know what I'm He's saying? He's playing Will Smith. No, he. Uh, <laughs> almost got that one late, yo. <laughs> yo, the man's playing Will Smith, bro. <laughs> Shit, that money's good. Nah, nigga, Jazzy Jeff. Yo, from Ruffy. Fresh Prince. That's what you're talking about, right? Jazzy Jeff Fresh and Fresh, the Fresh Prince. Right? Yeah, Jazzy Jeff when he does his DJing, right? Remember, Jazzy Jeff's a big DJ. Huge, right? So when he's going one around, biggest, his MC is fucking biggest. Mad Skills. So relax, fam. You're okay. Nigga, you playing Will Smith? <laughs> Or just as good Or just as close enough As you'll get Nigga you playing The Fresh Prince I'm sounding like Plaz That's my Plaz voice Nigga you sound like The Fresh Prince Oh my god I went to bed I was going to bed I'm looking at my Instagram and Plyas was one of the last things that I've seen on that shit I'm like I'm talking about Christmas I was like oh fuck I'm gonna hear this guy in my sleep let me tell y'all niggas about leftovers alright y'all niggas can't be eating leftovers for 7 days now you know what I'm saying I just tell my mom it's enough now you gotta get rid of the leftovers now you know what I'm saying the leftovers yo the leftovers is good for the day after Yo. The day after that, and after that shit, you lucky. You go into the hospital, nigga. Did you, yo? Yo, Ply swears he's woke. Yo, Ply's is. Ply swears he's super woke, fam. The nigga thinks that like yo, he, he's funny. got a lot of traction now, yo, and he just speaks the gospel anytime he gets a chance. Yo, Ply's. Plies is the ghetto Kurt Franklin. What? He thinks he's the ghetto Kurt Franklin. Yo, man, nigga, said, you ain't that I, smart. Fam. I seen a, I seen a thing where they're like, yo, have you ever seen Kurt Franklin at nighttime? You only see him during the day. 
Right at nighttime, he's that nigga. Uh, he's plies. He's plies. He's on tour. <laughs> in the daytime, he's Kirk Franklin. At yeah. nighttime, he's, he's plies. Plies, plies. Fucking a groupie. Oh, yeah, lady. but no, like that nigga. Nigga, the leftovers. I tell you about the leftovers, nigga. My mama, them, they crazy about the leftovers. Yo, dog, it was the last thing before I went to bed, dog. I'm like, yo, I need to get off of Instagram before I go to sleep. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, you gotta unplug, man. Infect my blood clot, Brian. Um, okay, so let's get to somebody's list. And then I'm going to, uh, I want to take a piss. But <laughs> TMI, man, TMI. TM, hashtag TMI. Um, so album of the year. I have my list. I know you ain't bring your list. I, no, I didn't do my homework. <laughs> but we could shoot some off the hip. But Bang. I got tracks in my head. Like, I don't have an album of the year. So give me, okay. Our lists are going to be different. All right, because yeah, you know, I can't even give you a real list. Like I said, once again, I'm biased to my friends. Mm. You know, like I'd be like spew some generic, like yeah, you know, the regular, you know, what's going on in the city. Eminem. <laughs> no. But yeah, I I really don't. Like I said, I didn't do my homework. So okay, what I want to know, and if I was interviewing you, what are you listening to in your car? It doesn't even have to be 2017. But I, if out of the 2017, what is there? Well, like I said, I'd be listening to that young noble Deuce Deuce mm. that we got from Deuce 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 of Concrete Mob. Yeah, he, he actually has a new album out. I want to get it, so I have to link up with Deuce Deuce to get that. Go when he comes back or wherever he is right now. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, um, there's that. I was bumping that. I'm still bumping that. The young no, young noble and the Deuce Deuce, mm. and I'm also bumping Deuce Deuce's solo thing. Okay. Right? And then I have the Freedom Writers. I have Frankie Payne. Freedom Writers dropped a good album this year. Yeah, again. And it was Freedom slept Writers on, again. I feel like. Yeah. yeah, that's what's called. Freedom yeah. Writers again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, be, I'd be bumping that. i also be bumping Message in a Bottle, mm, Frankie Payne. Shout out Frankie Payne. Um, and I've been listening to the, the Ragu Volume 2. Yeah. I got that on Carabana. Like I said, the man jumped out in traffic. I respect the hustle. But yo, the, the CD... It's fire. Like mm. I've been, I've been listening to it. I, um, they just dropped the fifth one. You know what I'm saying? So I got some catching up to do. Yeah, man. Shout out know to the saying? secret sauce crew. But yo, I was at my cousin's house yesterday. Mm. I tried to get a little cheat sheet because, like I said, I didn't finish my homework. <laughs> and the nigga didn't help me. I'm still waiting on the fucking cheat sheet. You know what I'm saying? Waiting for his oh, list hold of on top a ten albums. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, I apologize. Oh, the top I ten apologize. cheat sheet is in. My cheat sheet is here, folks. <laughs> So I retract my statement. Thank you, Jugs, for the cheat sheet. Thank so, you, Jugs, for the cheat sheet. I, restra- I, retract my, I, I retract my statement. You know, he hooked me up because I, I didn't do my homework. So, yo. So, let's this, see what Jugs is, is listening to. This is, what Jugs is, this is what Jugs is listening to in the city right now, Frankie Payne. Uh-huh. He's listening to no particular order. This is how it is, whatever. Okay. It's The Crook, True Story. Okay. Ergod, Biz Loke. Okay. Look At Me Freestyle, okay. Biz Loke. Grisilda Blanco. Pegs and Tutu, Dark Side Biz Loke, ah. Gummo, Gummo by uh, Six Nine Takashi Sixty Nine, okay. Rap Niggas, Nipsey Hustle, Dope, The Crook again, Southside, Nova Kane feature Impressa, Murder Beats, whatever, uh. Uh, Bank Account Remix, and then um, Live Up to My Name, Not Nice, and then Coda by Six Nine again. So that's my cheat sheet. Ah, so shout out to and that's Frankie more than Pain. ten tracks. That's more than ten tracks. That's my cheat sheet. You Yo, know what I'm saying? And, and the people on live that are tuning in as well, um, I see y'all here. Send us your top ten 
people that uh, top ten albums or top ten tracks that you've been killing in your whip in your yeah, headphones. Yeah, please, please tell us, us inform us, let us know so we can listen and be up to date. I like to listen to Toronto music. If you guys want to DM me music on my Instagram, you know, DM me music. Mm. You know what I'm saying, and I'll listen to it. And I, I, if you have visuals, I'll post it. You know what I'm saying, and uh, yeah. So we love hip hop. Respect the process. So I got my list here. Okay, what's your pro? What's your list? Yo, the man that give me the sound effects. Oh, what a blood clot. Yo, sell this man some bias. Yo, 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 yo. I this thing. The man I this thing at the end of the year. You lucky say at the end of the year. You know, Friday. I don't know what these. The man's. Oh my God! Now he's bringing the war. You know what? All right, I got something for your ass in the 2018, eh? I'm gonna come with my own sound effects, eh? Watch out Friday. Watch out. Huh? Watch out. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come with my own sound effects, eh? Friday thing same wicked, eh? Okay. All right. So I got my top ten. I be driving a lot. So shout out to my Insta stories. Well, when people see me driving around the city, get to hear all the different things that are yeah. going through in my in my Spotify. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to the Divided EP that's out there, too. That's, that's my shit. Um, yeah, but that's not on the list. I'm not going to put myself on the list of albums of the year, even though that was one of the albums of the year. They're divided out right now. Anyhow. Self-plug, um, self-plug, self-plug, self-plug. You got to do it. Like Snoop said, you got to do it. AKA um, Downtown. He don't ramp to self-plug. You now, know what I'm saying? My Pause. albums of the year, and this is not in any particular order, okay? We don't do orders. So... We just give out lists. Here we go now. Rosie Rick Rouse. Oh. Rather You Than Me. Oh. Album was fire. You know, I must admit, I wasn't a fan of Rosie. Mm. I was a fan of Every Day I'm Hustling. Because that's when every day I was hustling. Mm. So I was a fan of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, 22, yeah. 22, 22. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Ro- like, um, no, Rosie is nice. Big Meech. Larry Hoover, you see, cooking work. I like I said, Hallelujah. I, I like I said, oh. I, I was I was like I wasn't up, but I, I Rick, Ross, R- Rick Ross has lyrics, man. The man has tunes. You know what I'm saying? That song Santorini Grease on that album. Yo, the man has Jesus tunes. Jesus Christ! Well, Friday, you, you, you need to blow your nose, big guy. Oh, I got boogie woogies. Yeah, you got oh. you got ski slopes going on. You need, you need to you need to groom up, self groom. They don't want to see that shit. Shout nigga. to my lives. Nigga want to see up your AKA nostrils. My mirror. Okay, now let's get back to your list. Okay, so back to the list. Back to the list. Back to the list. Damn, Kendrick Lamar. Kiki. You know what I'm saying? Um, ah. So that was a be dope humble. Album. Be uh, humble. I'm gonna get. Ah. I'm gonna keep my Canadians for Bitch, last. Bitch, I'm tired of the. What did he say? Show me something natural like booty and stretch marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Shout out to Shea Butter Twitter. Um, Raspity. Okay. Ras Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Ras Rap Rhapsody. You say it for me. I'm Rhapsody. I can never say the goddamn. But yo, she be she be sending me shout outs, uh, some love on Instagram, yo. Sick. Shout out my Instagram. Um, it's lit. <laughs> it's lit. Um, yeah, Layla's Wisdom. That album is fucking fire. Oh, this man went out of totally like I gotta check out this shit. It, yo, dog. No disrespect to the female MCs, but I'm not really. Do I still got boogers in my nose? Nah, well, yeah, on the other side now. Oh, shout yeah, out yeah, to Booker switching. Yeah, there you go. Wipe up, clean up on camera. Oh, oh, oh. Yo, oh, now well, it's on your nose. Oh. Now it's right on your nose, nigga. Yo, like, yo, nigga, it's there. Now you're making it worse. Nigga, get up and go to the washroom. Oh, oh, shout out to Live. 
Oh, nigga, you're not doing anything there. Oh, there you go. There, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Let's give him a round of applause, a round of applause, people. See, this is the Let's time where we actually need people. a guest so Let's I can go into the washroom, give some hearts over fix there. up my face, fix my makeup. I don't wear makeup. Anyhow, um, Tabernacle. Sci High to Prince. No dope on Sundays. No dope on Sundays. Music. Check that album out. What's it called No Dope? No dope on Sundays. Okay. Which doesn't always apply, but that's that's what they do over there down. Well, down I know I know in some areas and some hoods in the states they 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 turn off the gunplay on Sundays. Yeah, but niggas are still gonna want to get high, so I don't know about that all dope. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. But album fire. Okay. 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 Meek. Okay. Okay. Oh, Meek. Meek. Oh. Wins and oh. losses. Hold on. Have we forgotten Hold that the album dropped this year? Hold on a second. I should have started my fucking tick my meek my free meek mills clock. I told you, didn't they ain't getting enough for about a year to say, man, mm. my prediction's looking kind of good right now. What happened to the free milk mills campaign? So wait, what happened, it, what happened to that campaign? You're putting money down on two years? I'm not putting money on nobody. Are you trying to kill me with this blood? That's the KK, bro. Oh, I'm man. not putting nobody money on nobody's head, but you notice the free meat mills campaign has stopped. Because the man has to sit, dog. What I said was going to happen. What I said was going to happen. Mm. The shit was already lined up the man was sentenced and sitting in the bucket well, once you're there you know but the campaign done on to the next media struggle free meek yo free then a on, a, on another tip mm. uzi vert is that his name he's not on my list no but uzi vert yeah yeah that's the guy the pink hair the reddish hair the dark skin guy with the red loser, hair loser vert. that's the guy right yeah, yeah yo he brought um his son on stage brought meek mill's son on stage oh for real yeah because yeah, they from philly right he brought his son on stage and they you, uh, his, I shouldn't call him you, but I don't know his name. So Meek Mill's son mm. only knew like the chorus of his of the track, right? Yeah, yeah. And like he put him on like center stage, like like he's gonna perform his dad's part. Right. But he's like he only knew like the chorus, and then he was like, or he was just overwhelmed by all the people. You know mm. what I'm saying? He was nervous. Well, free right? Meek, yo, and you dropped a fucking wicked album. Um, Jay Z four four four. I can't believe you didn't put that on your list. I'm not black. I'm OJ. That fucking album was fire. Okay. Fire. Nigga. Go, go, go. What is it? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a field nigga. You a house nigga. Go shine some cutlery. I'm outside where the hustlers be. Yo. <laughs> this guy had the album and you didn't put it on your list. Nigga, I'm biased. I listen to Toronto music. Okay, I'll get to. This. I have a, I have a couple of. Like, Toronto. yo, I, li yo. I feel you, bad because okay. I don't have a list well, of Toronto people. I'm going to say, yo, Cameron, the, the, the program. Dope album. I'm gonna say um, four four four. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna say like you said, also um, Kendrick, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let me see something. <sighs> Fuck, I like I like um I like Ferg. Is that Ferg? Ferg? Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that album right? was. Uh, you know what? That was a pretty solid um, effort for, by by ASAP Ferg. Shout out to him, yo. Um, okay, you know let me see. I, I got like a few those more. Type of MCs, you know what I mean? But mostly, I've been listening to Toronto shit. Mm. I'm just really now getting into this younger scene of the Toronto MCs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I had, like I said, shout out if you want to send me music on Instagram or whatever, DM it to me, or send us some music at <laughs> We Love Hip Hop Toronto at even or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. Oh, this KK is thumping. Two chains, pretty girls love trap music, Gil. Ah, that was alright too. That two album was chain. fire. I killed that in the whip this summer. Two yo. chains has definitely become one of my favorite MCs. Planet Asia and Adam Bomb, yo, Quackers, the fuck out of here right now. 
this <laughs> Mr. Underground. <laughs> this nigga brought the most underground yeah. fire same way, but this nigga went back. He went inside of the backpack and bought something out, bro. Holy crackers. Hey, dig deep in his backpack and say, yo, I We're got talking this about one. albums of the year, not just um, sleepers of the year. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry, fam. <laughs> She's got you, Quacker. She's got you. Don't worry, Quack. Okay. What else do I have on my list? Okay, let's get to the Canadian shit. Okay. Okay. Because there's two more there's two more slots yet left. So we gotta get our CanCon in. <laughs> so um Oh, did I Migos. I forgot to mention that. What about them. um the Okay, yeah, Migos and the, the culture. Offset Is that the button Take the, off the George the Joe the Joe button? Quavo. Is that the Joe Button? If no, no, that's just their, that's just their ad libs. Oh, okay. Perkies. <laughs> yes, the man bought his one of them. One of those guys bought bought their mama house though over the holidays. <laughs> them niggas are so rich, bro. They shit. Yo, what about diamonds. what about Jim Jones? Jim Jones' mom's house burnt down on, yeah, on Christmas. I saw that. Yeah, bro. But everybody, thank God, everybody got out of the house yeah. okay. He's like, now nah, I'm gonna buy the biggest house I can afford. You know what I'm saying for my mom, Dukes, mm. but like yo, her shit, like it was. He posted it on Instagram, so Hold we're not. Hold your head, Jim Jones. Yeah, but like yo, tragedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Jones is. He was in front of the crib. He was yeah, like, firefighters in the background. Everything. The man's like yo. You read the caption. He's like yo. I had to just sit here and watch my mom's house burn. Yeah, it's a said. shitty way to have a Christmas. Yeah, and but he's like end yo, New Year's or house, end of the year. Car, you know? All of that shit can be replaced. Yeah, Family yeah, can't yeah, be replaced. Yeah, so yeah, everyone yeah. got out. So everybody. He's still like, kept their I life. didn't personally. I didn't personally grow up there, but my son, mm. you know what I'm saying? He did. You know what I'm saying? So his memories and whatever, Ray Tay Tay. Yeah. But yeah, so. So, okay. Shout out Jim Jones and. I got my last two know, on the list here. Tragedy sucks over the holidays, especially over the holidays. So, Canadian now. Drake, more life. Nah. Nah. Or we're saying albums? Albums. Albums of the year. More life was dope. All right. It was a good follow-up to but views. I, I would have to say. It wasn't an album. It was a playlist, they say. Okay. So, but, yo, I'm going to have to say, I live up to my name. Not nice. Uh, uh? There's a little controversy with that, too. Yo, I seen that. I seen that there was some <laughs> type of release. Like, was this, like, was that Drake's track? It was Drake did the reference, they said, yeah, and the so, re- reference came on. out. The, like, okay, so, yeah, they're saying he did the reference track. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with Quentin Miller, right? Yeah, saying Quentin did the so reference. So Drake was the ghostwriter for the song, basically for the backup song, and the references leaked. People started going all crazy online, posting the references. Well, who do you think stuff. sounds better? Well, the thing is, he's but the back the back. It's hard version. to say because Drake's a better rapper. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but I, he okay, didn't okay. write it for him. Okay, that's okay. See, but no one like Baka's not out here acting like yo, I wrote that, and I'm you know, the man never. Uh-huh. No one's no one's ever questioned him once about writing it mm. that I know of or we can, you know, establish yeah. other than this leakage, right? Yeah. And two, Drake, when you hear Drake's performance to it, uh-huh. it sounds all right, but it doesn't have the same cadence. And the thing that Baka made, he, um, Baka, um, Baka, he made it his own. You understand what I'm saying? Baka, not nice. Not nice made it his own. You understand what I'm mm. saying? He, like, even if it was, yo, like, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I, I I write tracks for people, but like yo, like I I can listen to your music and I, if I say they're there in the studio, what if he did? And then Drake is just you know like what you said, it's a reference. Like yo, 
you got it like this, but you do it like this and whatever. Yeah. So what? No, he's not out here saying he wrote it. He's you not know, out here claiming to be what? a lyricist, basically. I don't care if he did if if Drake did write it. I don't think Drake could have pulled that track off. Yeah, he has tracks right? that are he for can't his pull lane, that track off and that track Drake, is for for a Baka's lane. Right? Yeah. You know he, I mean? he he if he he did write that, he wrote that for him. Because you could tell, oh, I do was away 13 years, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the man knew what he was well, doing. Well, the thing is, when people write for Dr. Dre, exactly. yeah. they write in Dr. Dre's voice. Not like, even. And like in not his, even. In not his perspective, even. in a way. Not sometimes, even. Yeah, sometimes not, not even. even. Sometimes it just sounds like listen, somebody else. If you listen to Dr. Dre on 2001, that's Jay-Z. Yeah, you can hear it. That's Jay-Z influence all the way. You can and hear now, him when he listen, sounds like M. Now you listen to uh, you can hear the Eminem writing. Yeah. Right? And then you can hear the Kendrick Lamar. Do, um, forgot about Dre. You, you can it's hear it all exactly, M. and you can hear the Kendrick Lamar. Oh yeah, you and, and, uh, the Compton he, track. He does. They, they, he does. What he does, he mimics them. Yeah. He said, "Oh, Drake," but he mimics no, them. They wrote it for they, him, but so. he mimics them. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You know who else was one of uh, Dr. Dre's ghostwriters at one point in time? Drake. Um, probably. No, this is facts. He was part of that writing camp. Him and Forty. Well, this is part of their story. They've talked about this. I don't know their story. I don't. We won't get into all of that. Yeah. Let's get to the last of my list. What's the last last of my list, Adam Bomb and Sprocks live from Larstone. Woosha. Okay. I like that album. I liked it a lot. I bumped it. When I listen to something more than once, that means I like it. Okay. I'm, a, mean, fan. I'm, at, I'm a fan of Adam Bomb. I like his older stuff too. Yeah, because I'll, I'll always do the Brethren Listen. But if I listen to it more than just the one time for the Brethren Listen, that means you... This is something that's in my like in my like category, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to him, and that's his first album. You know, what I mean? even if it was a, coll- a collaborative album, a material is a mixtape. Um, but Dope. as a collaborative album that he did with Big Sprocks, I like how they brought it together. I like the concepts. I, you know what I mean? Good job. So we're gonna take a quick break. Sure. Um, I want to shout out the Youngster Dam Lounge over here at 529 Young Street. Um, open every day from 11 to 9, uh, 9 p.m., Monday to Sunday. Hit them up on their Instagram page, youngsterdam underscore lounge. And um, if you want to get your T-shirts, like what I got over here, the run-up run up. And Friday explain what run-up means. You know what I mean? For all the people, the Toronto people who know the slangage and the people who want to get into the slangage, hit up uh, crimson underscore child. So that's crimson with a U. All right, underscore child. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to get back with our Sushi Boy of the Year list. Oh, Sushi Boy of the Year list. Hey, moments of the year list, and then the big, big one, um, Fuck Boy of the Year list. Uh, who's the Fuck Boy of the Year? I don't know, man. There's a lot to choose from. Is there a, is there a girl on that list? Oh, there's Fuck Boys and Fuck Girls. Sorry. Fuck Boy slash Fuck Girl of the Year list. Okay, we need to know the person who's done the, who's had the biggest idiot moment on 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 social media, just in our face. You know what I'm saying? Well, they may have to say they may say Tyrese. Oh, he he's on the list. So we'll be right back. It's the world's most smoked out podcast, yeah. episode forty eight. First forty eight blunts. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> we love hip hop. Yeah. If you feel like your sock game is getting kind of boring. You know what I mean? Wearing that same old out of the package eight, eight in a pack sock packs. Man, you need to step your sock game up. Check out my people at Six Socks Toronto. If you want to know how to get onto them, check them out on Twitter or Instagram at Reed underscore Craig. That's R E I D underscore 
C R A I G. Six Socks Toronto. That's what's up. So we are back. It's the world's most smoked out <coughs> podcast. I had to take a little quick, uh, <coughs> let's call it a nature break. So we had to drain the main thing. <laughs> we got our, our, our list that we're, that we're going through now. Um, we're, we're back. S- Episode 48. 48. The first 48. Blunts. Dun dun. We're killing <laughs> backwards over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, okay. So back to the list. Sushi boy of the year. Now, explain to the people what a sushi boy is, Herc. Sushi boy is a famous person who likes to hit it raw. Does the person have to be famous? Nah, they just like to hit it raw, dog. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They just, they just, they just want to meet a thought, you know, and run up in it raw, dog, and worry about the consequences later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One hitter quitter is just fucking just. Yeah. Hey, I, I, hey what's your last name? Uh, well, whatever. Whoa! <laughs> you even they even asked that question. What's your last name? <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into all of that. Extra, but yeah, extra, so extra. Sushi Boy is a man who likes to go raw dog. He dips his dipstick in any piece of pussy and don't respond to wrap it up. You understand what I'm saying? The man goes raw dog sushi. You don't know what I mean? Me right now. I'm, I'm trying to smoke. <laughs> Making a nigga choke out of fucking blood on these jokes, fam. Yo, what, bro? I'm just speaking the truth and shaming the devil. You hey. know what I'm saying? So, okay. The man's a sushi boy. He's a sushi boy. You know what I'm saying? No particular order, okay? Because I don't want anybody to feel any ways if any orders, okay? We brought him up earlier in the year. We're going to try something new in the new year, too. We're going to get like, we're going to try and get like a dedicated phone line. Yeah. So you guys can call in. And like Peter says, you know what grinds my gears? You guys can get off what's grinding your gears. Yeah, get it off your blood clutch. Yes. We're going to try it out. I don't know when, but we'll try it out. So, Sushi get Boys a of trap the Year. Phone. Drake. Oh, but hold on. Okay. What happened with the paternities and the babies? This is why he's the one of the Sushi Boys of the Year. So, okay. What happened, we reported it two times during the year. I forget exactly what episodes, but there was the one he had the Instagram thoughty that was suspected to be pregnant, but then she came through and she, she they caught her. Right? And that was bullshit. She wasn't the one. She wasn't the one. But then the porn star came out um, and there's an issue saying that, you know, she she she's pregnant and there's a date. Maybe some of them might have been dropped in some of his lyrics in, in More Life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Reference that Portland track if you really want to you know, know what I'm talking about. But that's just okay. my conspiracy. However, or the conspiracy of somebody else that I'm passing on. Anyhow. He's on that list for those two reasons, or for them two thotties. Um, Kevin Hart. <laughs> okay. Now, I can't completely put him on the list. because He married I, that chick. No, he left his wife. And no, but remember, he, he, he got caught open with Asmerelda or whoever the, the chick is there. Oh, with the ribs? The one there. Um, no, the, that's his wife is his rib. Oh. The other chick is the, um, the fries, the French oh. fries on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. Sushi boy. Um, so yeah, so he's on some sushi boy shit because he had the two chicks. He was laid out drunk as the motherfucker, and they caught him open. So, hey, but I can't call him a sushi boy because he might have had a bunch of condoms around while he was, he was. But hey, the moral of the story is wrap it up, people. Wrap it up. Um, Usher. Oh, like Mayo. I said, the moral of the story, people. Wrap it up. So Usher, we don't know. You've never come forward to tell us that you don't have the hurt. Okay, you're just letting all these chicks, fan, um, Fantanasia and whoever the fuck run around, 
talking about how you gave them herpes and dudes, but I hear you say, no, I ain't got that shit. So until I hear you in 2018 get on Twitter or something at least and say, motherfuckers, this has been lying. I don't have shit. You're you on the sushi that. boy list, fam. He wants you on a he wants you on a platform, man. I need I need a tweet, yo. I need two hundred and, and eighty characters letting me know that you don't have the herp. You only need to put five letters. He doesn't have letters. the herpes, man. Stop. Don't say the herp. Sounds too close. Don't say the herp. <laughs> I'm trying to save him a little bit. I'm trying to give him a little bit of ebonics to save him a See, bit. See, Sav knows what I'm talking about. Sounds you know too saying? close, man. Don't say the herp, bro. Sounds too close. My bad. <laughs> I didn't even realize. <laughs> so yeah. Herpes for Usher, Sushi Boy list. Nelly. Sushi. Ah, you see that? You like that, 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 that. <laughs> Sushi. <laughs> Shout uh-huh. out to fucking Mortal Kombat. Jesus uh-huh. Christ. I oh, told you, bro. I'm gonna I thought come. I was watching. I thought the game came alive over there in the corner. I told you I'm going to come with my own sound effects in 2018. You think it's a joke? Jesus Murphy. Yeah, so um, Nelly, because, okay, he's saying that there's no rape. Okay, so he's suing the girl. We brought this up earlier. Mm-hmm. However, the alleged thing that happened with the girl is he came through. He was like, yeah, yeah, we fucking, he, she, he, we smashed raw. Why is there always a raw situation in this? Like, Sushi boy. Like, fam, like you're just in Tallahassee or you're just somewhere. So- and this is a legend. And those parts legend, of the city, the, 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 the STD rates are rampant. The states, man. period, yeah, that's fam. What I'm saying. That well, part not of the whole of the states. I don't want to make you guys feel like uh, we got a yo, lot boy, of American fans. Isn't it, yeah, <laughs> but say, yo, <laughs> what did saying? I say? Speak the truth, shame the devil, bro. No, no, yo, no but uh, certain I'm just spots saying, are even, hot yo, spots. Toronto's a hot spot, too, believe it or not. What is the stats are higher? Yo, bro. Yo, sexually transmitted disease in Toronto is up, bro. Yo, I up, seen bro. a girl on the gram. They showed some girl on the gram said that they're like, yo, wanted for, for, for spreading the fucking HIV. Well, I seen that about some dudes. That? HIV. Are you guys not fucking reading Ebonics dictionaries or something? Where do I <laughs> fucking got to explain everything? Friday, Friday took offense. <laughs> no. The monster. But that's just the... That's just, uh, I don't know. You never but heard anyways, that? You don't HIV. listen to enough rap. Anyways, so, yeah, like, uh, okay, I know this is totally off topic. Well, it's not off topic. Okay, well, it's it's just fucked up, okay? Go for it. I seen this. Uh, this is a guy I follow on Instagram, XXJDJ. So I can't fucking remember that. Whatever. Screws put me onto this guy. So this guy put up a post the other day, right? And this is, uh, it's not, this is not like some gay shit, though. The man's like, yo, does Magic Johnson's son... Let niggas hit it raw, cause his dad <laughs> got a backup supply on the HIV vi- on the um, antidote Woo! on the cure. You know what I'm saying? The man just threw that up there. Wow! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh. Right? Like, I know it's totally like I know it's like you know what I mean. But it's like I see that I was like, yo, this guy is fucking wrong for that one. Like, but it's like you're thinking, you're thinking about it. Okay, bring that again. Okay, well, Magic Johnson has a son. He's he's gay. Okay. Right? So the man had a post saying, yo, does Magic Johnson's son uh-huh. let niggas hit it raw okay. because his dad's got a surplus oh. of the HIV he got antidote. The, he's, got the, he's got the vaccination. He's got the vaccine for the AIDS. No, he ain't just giving it out like that, yo. But no, that, but that was... You're not going to let his son get reckless and still be but just that's giving I'm, out the I, antidote. But I'm just saying, that was the... 
the 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 me like it was just like oh that's some cold hearted like, shit like, nigga how much money you got you know what I'm saying how much money is you, he's a businessman is, 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 is are you willing man. to give to magic and how he's much money is man. magic willing to accept to part with said alleged AIDS um Vaccine. <laughs> vaccines yeah vac- or whatever that's the negotiation point it was just funny i just like oh this guy has no chill yeah so the internet has no chill no. yeah you know and and i, I think we're on some no chill <laughs> that's why we're only we're bringing up a lot of fuckery but you know this is what we have no guests today so this is what we're doing you know yeah no guests we do, we do fuckery things we yeah, talk you know shit what I mean? Talk shit, swallow spit. You know what I'm saying? Do that pimp life shit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga? So that brings we drinking sorrow. Some some sorrow. Sorrow. Hey, boy, oh. we drinking sorrow. So we got sorrow, Mario. I have sorrow. a couple more. Uh, one more list I want to bring up. Um, okay, we can split. We can do a list here out of one of these. So two. hold on. Uh. Who's the su- who's the sushi boy of the year? Oh, well, I didn't know that we actually had to pick oh, one. Not pick it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that all your motherfuckers oh, are on the list. So, yo, so, so hold on. Oh, let the, so, you know, let the people decide. So what about Bobby V? Oh, yeah. No, Bobby V's not in the Sushi Boy list. He's somewhere else. Oh, He's okay. in the last list. Okay. Bobby. Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Was Bobby. that you running down the hallway? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trying to get motherfuckers YouTube videos taken down and shit. I ain't forget about you, nigga. Um, <laughs> Friday but, got a lot of space for people in his brain, yo. Holy dog. That's what happens when everything gets saved in the, into cyberspace. Um, okay, so we did album of the year. Let's get to let's. Do you want to do come up of the year or moments of the year? Um, let's go with the moment. I want to see what you think is the moment of the year. Okay, so. And if I agree or if I disagree with you and I have any commentary to come along with that. I'm going to start from the bottom of my list and then make it to the top. Started okay. from the bottom of the list. Now we're here. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So, X-X-Tension. X-X-Tension. Tension. Everything. Whatever. Tongue twist. Everything. Not just one particular. Just extension. Is it, everything. Is it a come up or no moment? Is that a moment of the year? Every fucking thing he did was a fucking moment. He Yo, went the, to jail, he's came home, home right? on house arrest? fucking went at Drake, fucking did everything. He's back on house arrest. Everything he did is a moment. We yeah, talked well, about I, this motherfucker so many times. I used him so many thumbnails, bro. The first time I remember talking about him is in the mess. Yeah, I want to fuck Drake's mom. Yeah, nigga, he's, he's a busy guy. That's how the man got his first, like, real. Yeah. Yeah, the man said he wanted to pine Drake's mom, bro. Yes. No, no, but that wasn't the first thing. He started oh. with the Drake well, that, stole my that, shit. That, oh, yes, but no, that was like the first. That's when I really. But then he kept on antagonizing. Yeah, that's what it was. He first the man stole my he stole my lyrics or whatever, mm. and then the man came with yo more on pine the man's mom's. You understand what I'm saying? The man said yo I'm gonna pine. Well, he didn't say that. I'm using the Toronto slang yeah, like pine. He say all this. He said but some, the man some said more on pine the man's wife. The man said you want pine the man's mom's, so, and then <laughs> that that right there started a little get got him a little spark. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Then the man came with all the rape talk, <laughs> all the rape allegations. Oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then it got serious. Then he came with the controversial or the controversial hanging of a white boy video. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, he's had a lot of moments. This yeah, year. he's he's done some shit. Um, then I remember he said, oh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm taking off my, my Instagram. I'm not following people. Mm. If anybody follow me, you'll start a journal. The man started telling his fans to start a journal. What's not wrong with that? But he's like, yo, start a journal, write these five things in your journal, and mm. blah, blah, blah. 
And then I didn't hear nothing of him since. Next thing I heard, little niggas going to jail for fucking all types of heinous charges and shit. Oh, so he's he's definitely <laughs> on that list. Um, I'm gonna bring five people up in this list, and we're gonna keep it moving. All right. Hashtag Me Too. That's I'm gonna put that as a moment. Okay. okay. That's encompassing everybody, starting with L.A. Reid, really. Down to fucking what's his name? Um, Russ. No, the, the guy there who's, who who um, really started the fucking Wein- thing. Einstein? Harvey oh. um, Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. From when he, from when they got that big fucking fish, and Kevin, everybody Kevin just started. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Everybody started falling out the woodworks. Right. Yeah. Um. Next on the list, Soldier Boy meltdown. Oh, I seen that nigga. And I shot that nigga. Then I went over, I took the mask off that nigga's face. Like, damn, I know that nigga. Bow, I shot that nigga again. King Bow, Draco. I shot that nigga. Yeah. Or with the, with the two, with the chains, his chains sound like. <laughs> Yo, there was Yo, smoke. I shot that nigga. He started the Soldier Boy Challenge. Blow. Blow, nigga. And I was like, yo, blow. This is how shades are like. <laughs> blow, nigga. Yo, I ran to see that nigga. I pulled the mask off. I was like, like, oh, I know that nigga. Oh, I shot that nigga. Shot that blow. And then blah. on top of that, he had his other incidents afterwards. Okay. When people were trying to check him. Hold on. So what about Mr. Bow Wow? Mm. Bow Wow is definitely on. It could get the on moment. moments. Opposing by the fake jets and shit. <laughs> nigga, 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 fucking nigga paged him. Another Toronto mm. slang. You're on, yo. This nigga's acting like he's on a private jet, but he's in class with me. He, the man's, the man's Snapchatting, talking about what, nigga, what? Nah, this nigga's right here sitting behind me, talking yeah, he's about he's on a private jet. Set off the jet. bow wow challenge like a fool. Oh man. Um, Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Okay, taking a knee. That was a big deal. Still a big deal, but and it's still a big. deal. You don't deal. hear much of it no more. Um, yeah, the football. Everybody's kind of back to football. The noise. I don't watch football. I'm going to tell you straight, people are going to probably think I'm crazy. Mm. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan since they lost four Super Bowls in a row. I was that guy that was like, they're going to get it this year. Fuck, all right, not this year. Yeah. We're there, okay, this year, this is our year. Fuck, not, that, not again. All right, third time, third time's a charm. Can't go wrong. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We got this. What the fuck? We lost again? Fourth time. Oh, this is some bullshit now. You know what I'm saying? But to this day, I'm still like, that's my team. You know what I'm saying? But I don't watch football. I'm the type of dude, oh, what? We're going to watch the Super Bowl? Who's in the Super Bowl? All right, let's go. Okay, so. That's the only time I watch football. I like, I do not watch fucking football throughout the year. I watch the Super Bowl. Because that's the only game that really means anything. Well, you know what? You fuck know what football. But and, I know. Fuck I, the owners. I, but that's what I'm saying. Shout out to Calvin. So Kaepernick. what about Puffy? Saying he wants to buy a franchise. He wants to buy an NFL franchise. And then these people were clowning him. Yeah. Basically almost calling him a nigger with an ER. Yo, a black man's on TV clowning him, talking about, mm-hmm. oh, he's, he looks like he's Covertly. high. He looks like he just drank a 40 and smoked a blunt. Smoked a fucking blunt. Thanks, guys. That's what, you, that's what the fucking half a billion want, dollar you, guy has you, been reduced you, uh, to. Uh, you, you, want, Thanks, you want your joke? I was just about to say, you know. It's funny because one of the tweets I seen was, I bet you that guy runs out of money Shout before Puffy does. Oh, right? But hold on. That's what, the, that's what one of the tweets was. I bet you that guy runs out of money before Puffy. Right? And that's a fucking fact, 100%. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah. then, yo, 
Puffy could buy that can buy that guy and fire him. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yo, he can fire that, end that guy's career if he wanted to. Yeah. Puffy's got power like that. It's fucked up to say. So, okay. Brother love. Let's um get off of this moments of the year. Oh, one more moment I want to bring up. Bring up one more. Tax Stone going to jail. Oh, what about... Okay, I'll bring up one more after this tax stone. All right. This is for the... The Irving Plaza shooting that... Um, what's his name? With um, his, his, uh, his guy Banger died. Right, rest in peace, banger. Um, and Troy Ave is is alleged oh, all wrapped yeah, up in yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 okay? yeah. And then it happened shot, last year or Troy year Ave before. The club. And then finally, they came around. The feds came and they picked up Tax Stone. Tax Stone had a really rising um, podcast. I feel even with us, just the way that we're able to talk freely, be some thug niggas, just do a talk whatever the fuck we want, right? And have an audience. Tax Stone is kind of responsible for making that kind of digestible you know what i mean i used to listen to him and i'm like this nigga's dumb as fuck but then i listen more and i'm like nah he's a smart guy and he had some great interviews and then boom shit got cut so what about um i thought you're gonna mention chinks oh the 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 finding of chinks killers right yeah well they 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 captured who they feel is responsible responsible. they still have to have their day in court you know what I'm saying? But allegedly, it's over a phone check or something from like 2007 or 2009. I got my opinions on that, man. Like, then the guy, if it's this guy, they're saying this guy murdered him, whatever, mm. all right, set it up, went to all the memorials, wore the R.I.P. Chinks gear. Yeah, that's some foul shit. You know what I'm saying? Probably yeah. hugged the man's mama. You know what I'm saying? Niggas rap about this that's shit every bishop day. That's some bishop and juice shit. Yeah, niggas rap about this shit every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas rap about that shit every day. Sandbox to enemies, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna get to this last list. We'll, we'll skip across to this last list. And before I, we do that, I want to just do a quick shout out and give our uh, some sponsors some love for all this fucking dank that kicking our ass right now. So if you want to get some delivery, hit up uh, meds.medidispensary.ca. Um, get that app. It gives you a nice selection of all the different types of weed that you can get and edibles Ooh. and. Tinctures and different menus. things like that, and then bada boom. Depending like on where menus. you are, it'll get delivered to your house right away. Is it? So did meds- somebody say something about empty pipes? <laughs> so yeah, meds.medidispensary.ca. Okay, um, and the t-shirts. Get the t-shirts. Okay, run up and a bunch of d- run different up. selective. And probably after hearing this, you'll probably see a pull up coming <laughs> soon. Yeah, pull up t-shirts coming soon. Yo, give us a little hip. Yeah, I'm we saying? love hip hop. Love on that, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, pull up. So yeah, hit them up at crimson underscore child. Crimson with a U. Okay, crimson underscore child. So that's crimson um, child. You got me sweating, boy. Hell yeah, that means it's some good shit right there. Yeah, let's open up the ports. So let's get to this fuck boy of the year. Fuck boy of the year. And uh, the episode, Biggie said fuck Canada. Hold on a second. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Biggie said fuck Canada. I got All I got for that statement is... That's a big thumbs down. Let me put it on the front of the mic so you can hear it. One more time. <laughs> so we'll be dropping this episode tomorrow as well as the, um, we're going to connect it with an interview done with um, crazy legend Montreal promoter Ricky D, Ricky Daly. He's brought down everybody from the 90s, the 80s, down to, to now. So 
all you rappers Facts. who want to know how to get into getting your opening acts on these shows and different things like that, y'all need to listen to that shit too. Yo, if you want content, you know where to look, man. We bring you all that raw shit. We bring you shit that you don't expect. We bring you from executives, porn stars, all right that. down to the the real hood niggas on the block doing their thing, you know? Yeah. We, we, we're not biased. We want everybody to come through. Everybody's welcome. The rappers but doing the rapping. Rappers do the rapper thing. We're not. We're, we're we we want we want guests, but we don't want their ops to show up. You know what I'm saying? Keep that ops stuff to yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Just shout come out through, to have you. an interview, and you know we do our thing, and we want to smoke down the place, and yeah. Yeah. So let's get to this first forty-eight up. blunts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so let's get to this um, fuckboy of the year slash fuckyal of the year list. Okay. Oh, fuck so I got yeah. a lot. Of, I got a lot of fuck people. Fuckboy, fuck girl. And I'm just gonna run down a bunch of names. My no watch girl. Okay. I'm gonna run down the names, and then what I want to do, I'm gonna make this an interactive thing. Okay. Womp, 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 womp. I want y'all people on live to tell me who you think should be the top five people in this list. And then we're going to put them through some kind of our randomator. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll pick number one. Okay? So I'm going to run out a list of names. All right? And you can add some names to this, to this pot if, if, I, if I missed anybody. All right. Tyrese. Soldier Boy. Tension, Bow Wow. Meek Mills' Judge. <laughs> Donald Trump. Head Duh. of the KKK. <laughs> head of the KKK. Head white supremacist in charge. Drugged out, leaned out rappers who are now the clean. We, we, we clean now because cause little, little Peep cause little peep died. So rest in peace, little Peep. But all you other rappers uh, who. And, 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 you know, just because rest in peace, somebody who, who died. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You know what I mean? Condolences to his family. It sucks now, that he's gone. But the way he died. But and that's what I'm saying. Fuck boys of the year and fuck yows of the year. Yeah, supposedly. If you got a gut off of drinking too much lean, quit that shit. You're on a fuck boy list. Yeah, so hold on one second. Quick, quick, quick. On the same Saint, uh, little peep, whatever his name is, or a little pump that passed. Mm. One of my fr- friends I trained with told me that there was actually one of the guys Snapchatting mm. and he was dead on the tour bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's part of the news. Yeah, like that. When the they, man they told were, me that, they got his last moments, and they didn't know that he, they thought he was fucking around. Mm-hmm. But that's fuckboyism. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It sucks that he died, but all that idiot fucking smoke a blood clot cliff. Anyhow, yeah, continue with the fuckboyism. Russ, fuck Russ. Okay. That's uh, Friday's. That's Friday's personal. Check out that episode. Also, Friday fuck Russ. don't like Russ. Fucked up my blunt. <laughs> Yo, Friday love past the buck, you know. The man will fuck up in blunt. Friday fuck up in my own blunt, but more. You, you understand? You understand? So go um, on, go on, go on. Stacy Dash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stacy Dash, your black card has been taken away. Um, uh, as as the black delegation, <laughs> we would like to rescind uh, Stacy Dash's uh, membership to the Black Coalition. We'd like to trade her for anybody else. You are now free to go get bleach. Um, oh, she's cake soap worthy. <laughs> ah, 
Uh, he's submitting Toronto Slim Jesus for Stacey Dash's approval. Uh, we're going to get back to the board. We'll come back to that one. <laughs> we'll get back to that one. There might be a pull-up program on that. We don't want to ruffle any feathers. Uh, <laughs> the um, black delegation will have to get back to you over that. pull-up program. Um, Azalea Banks. Azalea? Yeah. And Iggy Azalea. <laughs> okay. Uh, twofer. Two sides of the That's same fucked up stupid fuck gal coin. Okay. Both of y'all are on that list. Two for PewDiePie. Who's that? The YouTuber guy who... Oh, that used the N-word. Used the N-word. Had the little... Um, um, that last dip in his view. Statutory issues. Oh, wow. Right? So, yeah. Fuck, boy. You're on that list. Yeah. Um, Cat Williams. What did Cat do? He got beat up by the fucking 15-year-old. Man, the 17-year-old guy has got... Oh, yeah. That was early in the year, but motherfuckers forgot. I ain't forget. Yeah, that, that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Chris Brown. What about Chris Bosch? The trap house. His mom uh, with the trap house. I can't, I can't give him that. His Maybe, mama. His mama, she might be able to get on there for that. You know what I'm saying? Just for those memes that they got. Holy. But um, Chris Brown for that Chris Brown soldier boy fight. Never happened. Everybody got all hyped up. So you think it would have We would have won. <laughs> Just watching these idiots oh, yeah, well, eating it out. That's why it never happened. Yeah. Right, but somebody has to go down. Somebody's gonna lose fans. Somebody's gonna get memed. So nobody wanted to take that fucking chance. So fuck both of you guys. Yeah, fuck Chris both. Brown. Chris Brown realized. Say, you know what? That's not worth it. No, not worth it at all. Um, Kanye West. Breakdown of the year. Right. Not even just for the breakdown, because that could have been meant. Fuck health. boy of the year. But you're just a lot of fuckery. Yo, Jay Z, don't send your killers at me. Yo, fam, chill. You know what I'm saying? Um. Harvey Weinstein, oh, ASAP Bari, Russell Simmons, and all of the Me oh, Too people. See, okay. Me Too. Oh, okay. Hashtag Me Too people. But yo, you didn't see that those guys came with a not me hashtag. Yeah, you hashtag not me. Listen, Russ, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put Russ on a different category because Listen he's one to of me. us. I'm gonna say this. Right? Because everybody else Have will roast seen, it right away. Did you see Kamara Kamara Simmons? You don't know what wife, wife Simmons' yeah, wife, yeah, yeah, yeah. you what know what she her? looks like? So why the fuck is this nigga raping women? That's not his wife anymore. Nigga, at that time, she was his wife, though. When these, yo, Kimora. I, listen. Guilt, she's a hot innocent thing, though. Proven guilty. She was a hot, but you know what? Actually, she was young. She had a lot of, um. She was young, though. She had a lot of, um. Double but chin. She was um, young, though. Potential. When you think about it, when they started fucking around, she was young. She was young. She was a model them times. That's like what R. Kelly. Yo, a reputable the same woman has said that the man raped her. Not just some thotty. A reputable one. With a reputable dad. That okay. Like that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's all I gotta say. But I'm not saying he's he's ex- exempt. I'm he, not saying he's, he's ex- not exempt from getting this getting no. this roasted. If he if he deserves it, well, you know, he deserves it. Um, I wanted to take Kevin Hart and put him on the list, but I'm kind of wavy on that. You know what I mean? He could, they kind of played him. Uh, he might be on the list because he let them play Kale, him. Come on. Like, you're, you're too famous to be slipping like that. We brought him up already. Okay, but Kevin Hart's accuser, she's getting it. The woman who accused Usher. Okay. She's on the list. But now, really? Now, Usher's firing back at her, though. I, is, is he? You just said it earlier. No, or no, not no Usher. That's, that's Nelly. That was Nelly. Sorry, yeah, my bad. Okay. Linda Bloom, 
the ambulance chaser, or she's not even chasing ambulances. She's just chasing rape cases or alleged rape cases. Lawyer. Right? She's popping up everywhere. Lawyer. Yeah. Everywhere that does a, a girl alleging a herpes, this or well, that. Was she the same one that she went right after there. Bill? I got you. Huh? She she's went, probably pro bono, eh? She went after Bill? I don't know. She was, was she, is that Black China's lawyer? She, yeah, she, she was Black China's lawyer. The Black Widow. She was the, that was the Black Widow's lawyer. Um, the girl there. Who, that was the Black Widow, a.k.a. <laughs> Black AKA Widow. Black China, a.k.a. the Black Widow. Yeah, she, she, she's that's Seen her looking good the other day on Instagram. They had her posted up looking looking good with her fake booty. You know <laughs> R. what I'm saying? Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah, I mentioned R. Kelly just now. Yeah, R. Kelly was... You know what? R. Kelly was back in our moments of the year, but he has to go on that fuckboy of the oh, year. Oh, yeah. He escaped being called a fuckboy for too long. It just came now, 2017, he got brought back up in the news. But listen, this is things that have been going on in the Kelly house for so years. So what why is Safari on this list? Because Safari is a fuckboy. What did he do? The fucking changing of furs. Oh, while he was rapping? Did you see him on Flex? No, I, I heard about it. The super subpar, and then the man got his fur changed during the... He did it on Everyday Struggle, and then he did... He got fucking... He doesn't get the fuckboy list for... um. Escaping that little worm move that he did to escape oh, getting the his beat ass down. beat, <laughs> and he kept his white suit clean. But he got a fuck boy for getting into that situation because you're talking all this shit, then you're walking around. That's another reason night. why Milk Mills is in jail. Possibly, right? that's one of the reasons why because he's a he's a he's a menace. Um, so Safari, Chanel West Coast. Oh, you wish you had bars like this. You wish you had bars like her. Okay. You wish you had bars. I want to rescind that wish, please. Um, I want to take Williams. back my wish. Can I get my coin out of the fucking wish pond, <laughs> please? Can I get it back? The coin is actually worth more than the bars. Yo, holler at me. I got some bars for you. Um, Wendy Williams. Oh, Petty Spaghetti. It's petty Spaghetti. Oh, hold on. What about she could get a moment of the year, too? Oh, when the fucking, when she power, had her, the, the, when the she fucking had, Statue of Liberty fell. Yeah, Holy. on... on, on um, on Halloween, yeah, some that was people a say some people was say it was a heat stroke, and then the conspiracy theorists mm. want to say that was an MK Ultra breakdown. You know what I'm saying? Um, Bobby Valentino, Bobby V, Bobby 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 Bobby, um, Tiger, and everybody went Tiger Tiger who? Why exactly? Yeah. What happened to Tiger? He got. Fucking Jim screeched out of his life, fam. <laughs> Yo, the nigga was on the wave. He was chilling. He had Kylie. She's getting fucking lip injections. She's getting all kind Where, of fucking oh, endorsements. She's what, fucking Kylie's killing the game. Pregnant. She leaves him or whatever it is. And then, bang, Travis slides in, gets her pregnant, leaves. Cuts. And he's just back to fucking just going... Cut and go long. And doing his little fucking ad libs, making new Cut tunes. Cut and go long. Moving on with his life. Cut and you know go saying? long. Have some fucking Kardashian equity. Yep. And and Tiger is left on the wayside. Okay? Fuck boyism, bro. You should have put your insurance policy in, boy. Um, Lamar Odom to but bring it Kardashian. Yo, but fucking... you see the difference between Tiger uh -huh. and what's his face? Um, <coughs> Travis Scott. Yeah. Tiger was basically. Under some like statutory shit, the man could have easily. He was redshirting her. Yeah, the man could have easily got the statutory rape charge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He She's was like, underage. no, no, that's not my girl. She's underage. Then Kanye slipped, said, yeah, that's his girl. And then he was like, oh, sorry. They're going on family trips and vacations. Man. He's bringing his youth around. 
Well, I'm telling you, the cool of the year, bro. If Black China and Tiger get back together, that's the cool of the year. Holy, that would be great. That would be the cool of the year. I would love man. to see that. That would be fucking full circle. Um, but then, yeah, Tiger would be irrelevant again and not dip in the IRS. Let's continue the list here. Um, so, Tiger, Lamar Odom. What did uh, he do? The nigga fell back into his shit. Back bro. into rehab, uh, back on his drug thing. Nigga, the nigga well, was he's on from some, Queens. Lamar, dog, he came on all these breakfast Queens? club and all these different things talking all this shit. Dog, get completely to where you need to be before you run around getting on the media because you're just going to look like a fuckboy when the shit flips back around. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to stay on him long. because Usher. Usher, okay? We ain't going to go into Usher too long. Katy Perry, okay? All the dumb shit, the appropriation, all that shit, putting me in the Twitter corner, all that shit, you're on the fuck girl of the list, fuck gal of the year list, okay? Oh, and my personal favorite. Your friend, favorite. Taylor you tell Swift. Taylor Swift. Motherfucking slut cake. Taylor Swift you know is what I'm saying? Um, Motherfucking slut cake. Shout out Johnny V, uh, Joey V. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking <laughs> slut cake. Let's have a whole another ladies month. You all know what I'm saying? Again. Yeah, we love the ladies. We okay. love the ladies. But yo, I'm telling you, other people feel my sentiment about Taylor Swift fucking down the place, breaking up these people, and then making music and getting rich off it. You know what I'm saying? So, Taylor Swift, you're on the list. Last two people, Mystical. Fam, how you another get fucking? Rape charge? How you get? How you get another one? We, we, we might have said maybe you didn't do it on the first time, but when you get another charge and it's rape again, then fam, if it smells like rape, looks like rape, then it's rape. Okay, so mystical, you that. quack quack nigga. It's, it's quack. quack quack, not quack. It's because shout out to quack. It's I said quack name. quack nigga. <laughs> um, and the last on the list is little pump for that little Eaton Center incident. You're a fuckboy. Yo, I seen a Don't thing. come to Toronto talking I seen that a shit. Thing the other day. I seen a thing the other day. A man must have tried to shoe him. Run up. A man must have shoe him. <laughs> a man must have. Pump. A man threw a shoe on the stage. Good. The man. Hold on now. A man is rapping. Threw a shoe on the stage, I guess. Little Pump's rapping. Threw uh-huh. a shoe on the stage. The man stopped the show like, yo! <laughs> Walk one. Little Pump, you right? little bitch. Then, Be they humble. must have pointed out the Sit guy. Down. And source out who threw the shoe. They find out who it is, right? Mm. So they point into the crowd like, yo, Fossil, you know. They're not obviously saying, saying Fossil. But they're like, yo, Fossil, what I do? You know, what's going on, you know? Mm. All of a sudden you see Bunk. Is that his name? Bunk. Oh, Bunk lot of gang shit. Yeah. The man fucking rips off his bomber jacket. Oh, God. Like he's fighting himself to get out his jacket. Man's trying to hold him back. And the man jumps into the crowd like he's throwing fists, bro. The man went for the yeah. smoke. I have a Toronto slang for you. Beg friend. Oh, uh, the man is Batian Bench. Man, a beg friend. Man, a beg friend. Fuck you, Bunk. Okay, Bati you, you should bench. be on that fuckboy of the year list too. Ah, he's just been added to the fuckboy of the list <laughs> of the year. Eating Man, dog beg food. Friend. Eating you know dog food. Eating dog food and trying to do whatever you can for clicks. You know what I'm saying? And then being like, yo, oh, but by the way, I rap. Nigga, this I is how no you... I no lyrics. But this is how niggas try to get in the game these days. They do fuckery and then they're like, hey, by the way, I rap. Okay, so you're a fuckboy for that. Yo, um, Instagram fucked up a lot of niggas, yo. Trust yo, me. I seen, like, yo, I, I, I'm I, an Instagram. You know, Instagram fuck with my head, you know what I'm mm. saying? But I know reality. But fucking, I seen, I seen another meme, like, yo, in social media, fuck niggas up worse than crack did niggas in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? This is how I know this nigga smokes a lot of weed. 
<laughs> Why? You know you told me that story like fucking. I know that story. on the podcast. I know that. I know that. Yo, I know that. But I just gotta reiterate. I gotta tell it again <laughs> because niggas gotta hear it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta speak the facts. No, but you know what? It's true though. When you go into bed after listening to fucking plies ranting about shit, it's not a good thing, man. It's a it's rotting my yo, brain. Yo, social media too, will fuck you up. Yo, Me and Friday had this conversation. I had to tell you, yo, unplug, my unplug. nigga. Unplug. Unplug out of the matrix, man, nigga. And, Go take a sleep, nigga. Go relax. Do something, bro. You know what I mean? Go for a walk. Just unplug, please. The man calls me and he's ranting. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, just unplug for an why, hour, bro. Why, why? The man says, you know what, man? You're right. man called me and yo. Uh, I went to sleep. The man slept. <laughs> exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Felt good, though. Anyhow. <laughs> That's right. Enough about me. So we, we, we've wrapped up our list. And what I, what I say with live and for all my people on YouTube, and you know, pick your top five and then we'll pick the number one out of our fuckboy of the year slash fuck. Yeah, don't be afraid year. to comment, man. Yeah, I mean, you want to say something, you comment, man. Okay. If we're wrong, you can correct us. We're not bougie. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we're not going to take it to heart. So if... There's something that we said and you, you actually were wrong and you, you know facts about it and you can correct us. We're all about being corrected. We, we're not going to be like, yo, fuck that nigga. What the fuck is this shit? Nah, exactly. fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, yo, we want we want to be giving you guys facts or what's close to facts. We don't want to be spitting no, alternative fake facts. news. <laughs> you know Hashtag alternative facts. Um, so that's, that's what we got here. Yo, are we going to pick 20 more or? We'll do that off air because I think we're gone for like about an hour and a half now. You know what I'm saying? What time is it? Um, and plus, we were going to be airing the episode. We're going right. to be connecting the episode with the interview with Ricky D. Daly, um, famed and legendary Montreal promoter. Um, so check us out. Um, it's been a fucking good list. It's been a good year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I, I want to thank all of the people who've been supporting the show and, and, and yo, just getting us to where we are. We can't have the show without people who are actually watching it for sure you know um, what I'm saying I got one quick thing I want to say I want to shout out Mother Earth Medicinal it's on Dufferin and Dundas oh. it's actually um, I have the address here let the people know so the address is 1506 Dundas Street West so shout out to Mother Earth Medical for this beautiful pink RB Fucking fire. fire. We're gonna smoke one more of these before we hit the road. And um, yeah, so what you smoking on was brought to you by Mother Earth Medicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1506 yeah. Dundas. Yeah, yeah. Shout them out. Go there. Take a look. Tell them we love hip hop sent you. So um, before we um, get out of here, let the people know where to find you, Mr. Herc. Ah, 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 ah. It's me, SSC underscore hey herks underscore pk on instagram because that's the only platform i fuck with my niggas you know what i'm saying and then i don't fuck with twitter i don't fuck with facebook maybe i'll start that shit in the new year you know what i'm saying but i like instagram so i fuck with instagram follow my gym page way herks that's w-h-e-y h-e-r-s hey herks that's my gym page so if you want to see fitness no marijuana, no hip-hop, just fitness, protein, mm -hmm. and gym shit. Follow that page. And if you want to follow my hip-hop, art, blunts, and all that other shit, follow SSC underscore Hey Herx underscore on PK. 
episode 48. Yeah. The first yeah. 48 blunts. Ah, you know what I'm saying? We did that shit. Um, ah, thank you for the blunt, my nigga. And hit me up at all my social media. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year's and all that good, good jazz. You know what I'm saying? And I got a tune this time I want to play to end the track. Hold and on, I, I know when you're done, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, just, letting, I'm just letting you know before you end it on, a, I'm like, I have something I want to play. And I know I know my cousin, she's going to probably be mad at me, but I'm going to play it anyways. So we got a tune that we're going to be leaving. This in. is like some old, unreleased, raw hip hop from a female MC. She's nice. She's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let yeah, me, yeah, let me, let me wrap it up. Do your thing. Um, get it on my social medias, Friday Ricky Dread, D-R-E-D. Hit me up on my website, Friday, a.k.a. Ricky Dread, D-R-E-D. We are at two. Th- um, we are at 1,000, or actually we're at 1,200 um, followers on our Instagram. Um, so get out our Instagram. That's at We Love Hip Hop Toronto. Um, we're going to be doing the Canagar giveaway. We'll do it um, probably tomorrow. We'll get on Instagram live and do that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. What else? If you want to email us, get it off your chest. We love hip hop Toronto at gmail.com. And please subscribe, leave your comments, share the videos. We got that gift bag. You know what I'm saying? We got that gift bag for the people now. We've reached 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. So that's youtube.com slash we love hip hop. It's the world's most smoked out podcast, episode 48, yo. And uh, okay. let, let's let, lead let them me, out with a tune. Let's play this tune here. It's called Warfare. I'm going to kill my cousin. That's my little cousin. That's my cousin. You're the world's most smoked out podcast. She's nice. She's nice. That's as loud as it goes, my Uh huh. Exclusive. We signing out. It's the world's most smoked out podcast, episode forty eight, yo. Shout out, Brittany. Hey, my family got a two job, ain't paying, so we doing shit illegal. This for my people who living in the war zone. Mama working two jobs, my collar coat get home alone. But now I'm gross, so I'm cooked from different time zones. Restart the game like I took the battery on my phone. No black car, no big car running. My niggas out here just trying to stay alive. Alright, so let's do this again. One, two, one, two, one, two. We are back. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. Um, well, maybe not as smoked out today because I'm in a special studio over here, a historic studio, um, the CKUT Studios. What is this? What's the station name? N- uh, the numbers ninety point ninety point three FM. Ninety point three FM. So it's it's actually a, a, a special thing for me because I came up in the scene as a rapper. Always wanted to get interviews in here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And it was always a big deal for like, oh shit, you got an interview over at CKUT? Damn, dog. Well, you know, it's one of those iconic buildings. Yeah. That, you know, started a lot of the hip-hop game in Canada. It was one of the early pioneers in the, in, in, in the world of hip-hop, at least especially in Canadian hip-hop. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, we have a special guest here today. Um, I don't have my, my regular co-host with me, uh, PK Herc, so shout out to him. Um, but 
you know, I make my trips to Montreal every once in a while, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that I get, everybody's important, but I get some of the foundation important people in here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with no further ado, I want to um, introduce the gentleman that I have here to my to my left. Um, I, had to, I had to double check some of my high knowledge. So, he goes by different names. Um, one of the names is Mayor of Burgundy. <laughs> right? The non-official mayor. The non-official mayor of Burgundy. That's it. That's it. There's other guys who came up before me and after me that hold that dubious title the, 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 of, of being the, the mayor of Little Burgundy. Ah, well, you know, for people who don't know um, and who are outside of the MTL or, or the Montreal area, the, the mayor of Burgundy, who I'm speaking of, or the unofficial mayor of Burgundy, is Ricky D, a.k.a. Ricky Daly. Um, this gentleman here, I met when I was very young as, as an MC trying to get on and do shows. I was like, yo, Ricky and, 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 and Shahid, let me, get on, let me get on stage, dog. Put me on. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. No doubt. A and, lot of great memories. Wow. And, and the thing is, back in those days, y'all were bringing down everybody. Like, well, I was, I was, I was, I was blessed to have guys like Gary T, who was one of my mentors and one of my partners, who introduced me. Him and Ronnie Love mm -hmm, mm -hmm. were two of the guys who put me into the concert game. Okay. Before that, I used to just do parties. All right. Um, way before Shahi came about, because as you know. So he's a lot younger than me. Mm. And, you know, when I was coming up, I was with, you know, some of the older cats, like right. the, the Keith and Karens and, uh, you know, Fitz and Fabian and these kind of cats are the ones, you know. Bring the mic a little bit closer. You know, like, is that better like that? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so, you know, some of the guys like the Fitz and Fabians and mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. Keith and Karens and the Ronnie Loves and, you know, these were, these were the guys who were putting me in along with uh, the Gary T's who introduced me to the world of concerts. Yeah. So yeah. before that, I was just rocking them parties, man. Okay. Just, you know, just doing it up on that level. So uh, one thing I also want to know for, because mm. we're over here and you got your radio show that you yeah. do over here at midnight, right? And for the people like who later on, this is a Sunday night over here where, what's the date today? Anybody know the well, date? Well, well, the, the yeah, twenty fourth. So we're on a Sunday night, but you're here as a as a radio show host and, and DJ. Did mm. you were you DJing before you started doing promotion? No, no, no. The, this show basically came about um, in 1988. I was going to McGill University. Okay. I was I was entering um, at McGill University, and. Um, my one of my best friends was a guy named Fabian, okay. and he wanted a show on CKUT because at that time you had a show called the Sound Supreme Show. Okay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and um, he wanted to have that avenue to to play because he was a DJ. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So since I was going to university here, I applied for a show. Right. And I ended up um, acquiring the first overnight show so from you know from 12 from 12 a.m. to like the morning time 
there was basically nothing on CKUT. It was dead air. Right. So I had I had to pick up whatever show on whatever day that I wanted. Right. Because I was the first one to start the overnights. Right. And um, we started doing it on um, the Sunday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning type thing. Okay. After okay. the clubs at two o'clock in the morning till seven in the morning. So this is this is how it all came about. Right. So one thing also now, just to jump into some of the some of the show stuff, because right. you know with our regular format, we usually get a lot of time where we can go wait. How did you meet? How did you meet Shahid? How did I meet Shahid? Well, Shahid, you know, grew up in my neighborhood. I knew Shahid since he was a little kid, right? Mm -hmm. His mother and my mother. And then went to elementary school and high school together. Wow. We, um, Shahid lived a, a block away from me. And um, when I decided to start doing my own thing, mm -hmm. because I was with uh, Fitz and Fabian, um, you know, promoting for them. Right. I was their main guy on the streets, handing out flyers, meeting people. And I was one of the first guys to start... Uh, Handing out flyers at all the all the black movies, the hip hop mm. movies. I was one of the first guys to start going into the colleges back then, and, yeah. and uh, handing out flyers and kicking it with people and building, just building, just right. building every day, all day. That was my thing. I, I loved to meet people. I had that great relationship on that, you know. So it was a beautiful thing. So Shahid was, you know, coming up. He wanted to get in this game. He was working with a, a, a guy named Romero mm -hmm. um, from The Sheen. And um, I was looking for a partner. Right. Somebody who was younger than me, who appealed to a different age group than me. Right. And he was coming up. He was, you know, he had some promising things about him. And, you know, I saw some good qualities in him and I put him on. Nice, nice. And my research team um, was going through, and they they found something about booking at Run DMC back in 1985. Yeah, 85, 86. I did that with Gary T. Gary T. Blessed mm. me with that, and we did uh, we did Run DMC at uh, 1234 nightclub, which is now called the Sank. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and um, Gary had approached me in order to get involved with him on that and I remember we did that show and there was a, a snowstorm. Okay. And we weren't even sure they were going to make it because it was a really bad snowstorm. A mm. Northeaster coming up from the New York area and they were driving. Right. So they ended up getting up to Montreal about uh, 12, 12.30 at night. Mm. Uh, it wasn't well attended because, you know, the snowstorm was here too. Yeah, yeah. So then, you know, they did their thing. We lost some money. We went over to Harvey's, which used to be on the, the corner of St. Catherine and Drummond. <laughs> and we went there and, we, you know what I mean? We were kicking it with them afterwards, after the show and everything else. So that was kind of like a beginning moment, a watershed moment yeah. at that time. Yeah, so this is like tougher than leather run DMC like that time yeah they were they were they were popping wow. they were popping and you know my, you know and that's how I got introduced into that game so around them times okay because I know when I started trying to get into opening shows for y'all mm -hmm. like back in those I spy days mm -hmm. that was like the early 90s yeah and then y'all were bringing down like black moon oh yeah um, 
else? Who, um, who, who oh, man. Tribe Quest? We did, we, you know, you know uh, the first guy to do Tribe was uh, Romero. He brought him down first, like mm -hmm. 89. And then um, Gary and myself picked him up, I think, in 92, 93. Okay. And they were with um, De La Soul. And they were with a guy called Supernatural. Yeah, yeah, and the super, super freestyling. Yeah, and you know that was the first time we had ever seen anybody freestyle like that. You know, the guy basically picked up a shoe, put it into a song. You know, was rap. He could rap about anything. Right. Anything in front of him, he could just bring it in and pop it. So that was like that was bananas for us. We were never, you know, never seen anything like that before. And and in them times, what? Give me some of the difficulties that you might have experienced, like bringing artists down in those times because this was different than when hip the way hip -hop oh is man now. it was you know we we were just young we had a bag of money from doing these parties we wanted to invest it we were you know black entrepreneurs who loved hip-hop we took a music that we discovered in the u.s in new york going down to visit our families during Labor Day weekend, mm. buying the records, bring them back. Yeah. You know, guys were playing them in the in the dance halls because you know we weren't allowed into clubs back then. It was strictly a dance hall thing where we were doing the James Lanes and the NDG community centers, the Cotonez community centers, the NCC down in Little Burgundy. This is this is this was where we rocked out. And made it and made it happen at first. I started interrupting. What do you mean we weren't allowed in clubs back then? Like, I, like they weren't like no, no hip hop music. No, then? there was no hip hop back then. There was dance wow. and a bit of R and B. Dance was, was 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 is what everybody was listening to. Yeah. Uh, downtown, meaning downtown Montreal, didn't allow that music nor its people on mass to go into their into their facilities. Right, right, right. You know, and and then eventually. As the music became more popular, uh, guys like uh, Fitz and Fabian and mm -hmm. all of that, myself and them, we started to enter into the clubs and do the long weekends. Right. Right. Days that basically they weren't making money because, uh, you know, clubs were very successful back then. So it was like a bonus for them. Yeah. You know? So they were like, yeah, okay, you want to come in there on a long weekend Sunday and do it up? You want to come in there during the holidays, Christmas holidays? And promote a party let's go wow now you know you know it brings me to mind also mm. with all the different people that you brought down you ever have like hotel issues like did anybody ever trash a hotel room absolutely i just had somebody recently with schoolboy q mm. who went and trashed a hotel that cost about what was it about thirty five hundred dollars holy shit yeah 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 well you know i definitely had to reach out to his agent and yeah and send him that bill yeah, because that's, that's, that was my next question. Who covers that? Right? Well, no, they, they cover it. <laughs> yeah. It's on them. It's, it's not, you know, if you have a good agent that you're dealing with, a good booking agent, then you don't have to worry about who's going to pick up the bill because they'll just take it off the money and that's it. That's crazy to even hear that, that like mm. rap stars are still smashing up hotel rooms in these days. Yeah, well, you know, you know, you know, you know, it's 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 part of the bravado, you know, it's not just rap artists, rock artists are famous for that. They started mm. that whole well, smashing yeah. and trashing. But we're uh, in the social media age now, so like people are like still doing that thing that and still thinking that they can get away with that type of shit. Well, you know, you know, it's it's a, it's a young man's fallacy. Yeah, this is also You know true. what I mean? So, you know, they always think that they can get away with everything. 
right? Because they figured they invented the. They put the G in the game. <laughs> One thing also with the whole bringing rappers down and stuff like that, right? Uh huh. Border troubles. What? How do you deal with the border troubles? Well, you know, back then we were very naive. We didn't think that that was a major issue. Right. That that could prevent people from coming across, but anybody would realize the that the three toughest countries to get into in the world mm -hmm. is Canada, U.S., and Australia. Really? Eh? They have the toughest borders to cross. Yeah. And, and we didn't know this. We didn't know that them having a criminal record would stop them from entering in. And sometimes it worked against us. Right. Because we just didn't think about asking those questions, nor did we care about that because we figured that, you know, they would be admitted in based on their musical talents right, and right. what they brought. Not that, oh, well, you know, you need to go fill out this form, you need to get that lawyer, you need... Yeah. We, we, you know, we were just... We had no blueprint. Right. You know, Donald K. Donald wasn't putting any of us on. Mm. He wasn't giving us to school, so then maybe... We might have picked up a thing or two from some of those rock acts, like like the Mick Jaggers and them, who couldn't get into Canada because they got caught with weed yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But they never, they never put us in the game, so we had to learn everything on our own. And when you do that, you make mistakes. Yeah. Um. Even with that, to stay with the whole border thing, bringing Biggie down. Going out to Plattsburgh and picking up Biggie to bring Biggie over here. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a classic uh, scenario. That was a show that my man, you know, Gary T did. He came to me. He asked me, "Yo, you want to do Biggie Smalls?" I was like, "Who's that guy? I don't know him." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I don't want to do this guy. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not interested in doing it. I don't know." You sure? I said, "Yeah, I'm not interested." Boom! He came out with it. It sold out. I was mm. like, damn, I should have... I was there. I remember I was, I was in line. Well, you know, I was like, yo, I should have jumped in on that one. Yeah. I was like, you know, I missed it. So now, um, you know, Biggie came to Canada maybe two other times. Right, right. And I uh, went to Toronto. And, uh, that show got yeah, trashed. Yeah, right. And that was part of the problem. Because when he came to Toronto the first time or the second time, uh, there was no security. The security was the fans. Right. So some some enterprising brothers decided to take the mic out of his hand and start rapping. So Biggie, being that he came up with just a friend or two, backed out of the door and left and mm. decided that the next time he comes to Canada, he's going to roll with his crew. Right. So now here comes the Ready to Die album. It's out. It's blown up. He's coming to Canada. He's on a tour bus. Yeah. He got some real hardened criminals. A lot of guys with felonies, serious mm. felonies. You know, get out of jail just now felonies. <laughs> you know? So he was coming up here with an army. Right. Because he said in his mind that's never going to happen again. So about how many people? <sighs> Man, he, you know, they had a tour bus, so maybe there's like... 20 of them rolling. Holy fuck. You know, like, so, like, now I'm there, and, um, so they get to the border, the Plattsburgh, um, you know, Quebec border. Right. Plattsburgh, New York is the, for those out there that don't know, it's a small border town. That straddles, that straddles Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, they, you know, they got there, they got strip searched. One of Biggie's guys was going to get deported back to the Dominican Republic. Wow. If he crossed the border, it was crazy. So he got a sold out show. You know, my man Gary T 
stressing out. He called me. He said, Ricky, I need you. Need you to go down to the border. Mm. So I grabbed two pretty girls, put them in the vehicle, and drove down to the Super 8 Motel. Right. Right, right outside the Plattsburgh. You know, we went out there and um, went into the went into the into the hotel. Um, met the, the road manager. Uh, this guy, when he answered the door, he had like uh, he had like um, stitches from the top of his stomach down from a shotgun blast. Holy shit. Right, and he had like these, you know, like prison tattoos, right? Mm. So I started talking to him, and I was like, yo, we need to bring Chris over the border. I got some broads, leave everybody here. You don't need them. Right. You need one, two guys to come that are clean, and let's bring them across. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, yo, Chris is not going to do it. I'm saying, you sure? He said, yo, they disrespected them at the border. Da, 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 da. I said, okay, let's try. So then he, back then it was the pagers. So he mm -hmm. paged his, his manager. His manager called. I spoke to the manager. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, uh, we, we convinced the manager in order for me to go to Chris's room. Right. With the road manager. So we get to Chris's room and knocks on the door. Biggie opens the door. And um, I saw a girl in the back with blonde hair. Right. Not knowing that that was Faith Evans. Because <laughs> Faith hadn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come about yet. Now nobody knew who Faith really was right. on that level, right? So I said to him, Chris, you know, while I'm waiting for you to come, you know, in Canada. You know, and I, I got some people here for you and everything else. Yeah. So he basically looked at me and he said, fuck Canada. And he slammed the fucking door and that was it. Oh, so man. Then, so then I was like, okay, that didn't go well. <laughs> so then I called Gary from the road manager's room. Because, you know, back then we didn't have no cell phones. Right. So I called him at, uh, at um, the World or whatever. I, I think it was called the World back then. And, and um, we, you know, um, I told Gary T, yo, he's not coming. Mm. And Gary's like, he's not coming? I'm like, no, he's not coming. <laughs> I said, and I'm not coming down there either. I'm going straight home. Oh, man. So I went straight home, and there was a riot and everything out I there. I remember. I was out there. And, you know, we, it was, we rioted. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. And that was the last time, and then after that, he got killed, and... That was the end of Biggie's attempt ever to come into Montreal. Wow. That's, That's as close as we got him. Holy smokes. Did you so, smoke you that night? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that Did was. You smoke he killed it that night. You know? And what about LL Cool J? You, you met LL Cool J? Ah, yeah, we did LL Cool J here in Montreal and in Toronto. That was the first time, uh, well, one of the first times, I should say, that we did a show at the government. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got to meet, you know, one of the the main architects of the Toronto nightlife, a man named Charles. Okay. Lebanese gentleman uh, who owned the government and owned Sound Academy, who ended up founding Inc. Entertainment, mm -hmm. which basically dominates a lot of the Toronto entertainment scene in terms of the clubs and everything else. Really, really nice gentleman that I met down there. And we did LL there and we did LL in Montreal, LL was in a really nice person. He, he wasn't, or he was, was not. <laughs> if if I rated him in all my years, 
he was in my top three, the top four nastiest. Really? Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't the person. He was just very, very mean, uh, very egotistical, mm -hmm. and just did not make for good. Uh -huh. You know, even though the business was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, you know, you you expect at that stage to be a little bit more sociable and a little bit more polite, and yeah. it wasn't that at all. Wow. Yo, <laughs> LL, man, fix up, fam. Come on, man, you're supposed to be the GOAT. Well, you know, maybe, maybe he is now. Maybe, you know, well, you know we're going back, uh, you know, what, 20 years now? Yeah. So at least minimum 20 years, uh, maybe more. But, uh, you know, my timelines are a little bit screwy. I can't remember. Now, there's, a some, there's something also, there's a quote that I have, <clears throat> our favorite quote that you like to use, or I've heard that you like to use, called Music is Key. Yeah. Where did you get that quote, or what, what inspired that? Uh, well, you know, you know I, I just looked at what music means to me. And music is a key component of my life. Right. You know, from having a radio show to promoting parties. Mm -hmm. I used to be like a little radio Raheem back in the 80s. And mm -hmm. I used to walk around with my ghetto blaster down in, in Little Burgundy. And I used to play cassettes that I used to record mm -hmm. down in New York. And also off the Sound Supreme show okay. or my my buddy Fra Fabian used to make or DJ Dr. Jam God rest his soul Basil used to make and right. Butcher T used to make and I used to play them in the park mm. so music has always been a key component of my life yeah. so that's where music is the key I even used it actually as um as a promotion um, uh, name yeah, you know? right, right. Before I came with the Ricky D events, that was one of the names I used to use. Yeah, the music, key, music yeah. is key. Yeah. So, and even now, even now that you mentioned Ricky D events, you got events that are going on now. Right. And it's funny because it's like a weird paradox, or uh, that's the word that I'm looking for, mm -hmm. but whatever. Because mm -hmm. back in those days, those acts that you used to bring down, they were new acts. Right, the yeah, yeah. The, the LLs. We were on the cutting edge of hip hop. Yeah. You know, we weren't the culture vultures like what you have today. Today, hip hop is all about vulturing. Mm. You have the majors. You have you have people who have not dedicated, who move from one genre of music to another. Mm -hmm. You got agents who are just about the money. They they don't care. You got managers who are just about the money. You got artists that are just about the money, you know. And yet, at the end of the day, it's about being a team. So right. now, a lot of the the industry has moved away from a culture oriented one yeah. to a get paid one. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, you know, being in Canada is not the same as being in America. Because America rewards those who were pioneers. Mm. America re rewards those who put in the sweat equity. Right. Canada don't do that. Yeah. And it's funny because those acts that were old school back then, or new school back then, mm -hmm. they're all old school acts. 
but you still work with them in some kind of capacity. Absolutely. Because you're you've transitioned to bringing a more mature crowd um, or, or promoting more, more more mature events. I do. You know, when it, when it, when it comes to doing parties, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm I'm all about the old school. Right. When it comes to doing concerts. I work with the youngins. Mm-hmm. I work with the old school. I'll go down there and I'll rock a, a smoke perp, mm-hmm. and then I will get into a common. Yeah. So, I'm I'm versatile like that. I, I just you know I'm hip hop. Right, right. If there's a, if there's if there's a saying that I am hip hop. Well. So so I rock it all. Yeah. Well, in recent, let's say in the last year, what would be? Give me like some of the younger acts that you brought down in the last year. Oh man, guys like the Denzel Curry's, Little Sims. Mm. Um, who else? Oh man, there's a there's a few, man. I am just they're escaping my mind right now. Um, t- wow, who else did I do? Um, Young and May. Mm. She did another one, Skepta. Nice. Nice, nice. You know, um, I, I, you know, we we rock whatever we can get. Yeah, man. But it's hip hop, one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's 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 crazy because you got so many different acts that um, you got so many different acts that are out these days. How do you find? Okay, one of the things we were talking about before, right? Mm-hmm. With all these different acts that are coming out, right? Who? You got all these people who want to open for your shows. Right. How do you pick who opens for your well, shows? Yeah, well, now? well, you know, you know, that's that's been an ongoing struggle mm. with that because the game has changed. Yeah. And the, and it's changed from the sense of when I was growing up producing these shows, you know, I needed less from the artists other than the artists just to come out and to perform and do their thing. Right. So it was a lot easier in, in some ways, but a lot tougher because then everybody felt that they had a reason to be on stage, right? Right, right, right. Um, now, with, you know, Facebook and social media destroying radio, internet radio, t- destroying the local radio, um, there's so many choices that it makes it very difficult now in order to capture that fan. Right. To bring them in the building. Well, before I could have did radio, newspapers, a bit of internet back then, flyers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was, there was, there was ways to get at it and to get them yeah. into the building. Now, you know, you're basically a slave of Facebook. Mm. You're a slave of Instagram. Um, you need the artists to participate. There's, you know. People say, well, you know, hip-hop is opened up and there's a lot more artists in the lane. But if you realize it, yeah, it opened up, but it also made the lanes more clogged Mm. than they were before. You know, metaphorically speaking, it's like a fridge. If you open your fridge and your fridge is full, guess what? You're going to have a tough time choosing what you want or you're going to go to what you know and leave everything else to rot in the fridge. Yeah. But if you know there's two, three, four things in the fridge and that's what you got to eat, well, let me tell you, you're going to eat one of those or you're not going to eat at all. Right. So even though the selection has gotten greater, it's also confused a lot of the fans out there on who they want to get down with because yeah. there's just so many different lanes 
to go into. So it makes it more difficult now when you choose these artists. So now, an artist can no longer sit on their backs and say, well, you know, I'm this, and that's it. Right. They have to get actively involved in self-promotion mm -hmm. and building their fan base. So for me, you know, I was going, putting guys on. Guys were telling me, okay, I'm going to sell tickets to help the show because without our participation, the show will have a less chance of working. Right. You know, to prove their their fan base. You know, I'm not going to just put anybody on the stage just to put them on the stage. Yeah. I want to see you come with a fan base. If you don't come with one, then how? why would I go and invest into you when you're not ready to invest that into yourself? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. my whole thing is that if you come and you get on one of my shows... Right, you gotta you gotta be able to quantify that. How are you gonna quantify that? Is by going out there, pushing your tickets, bringing out your fans, actively engaging in your fans, right. getting to know your fans, getting to know them to the point that they're gonna want to come out and support you, irregardless if it's this show mm. or any other show. Because any artist out there who quote has made it can actively show you a fan base, a core fan base of people who follow them wherever they go. Right, right. Okay, it's one thing now you got, you know, 100,000 people watching you on YouTube, but if you can't actively engage in them to make them into a willing participant in your career, what does that mean? Yeah, if they can't, if they're not going to translate into coming into a show and paying for a ticket to see you perform on stage live, it's just another click. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So guys these days have a level of self-entitlement. And this is why companies like Avenco and Live Nation and them don't put these guys on. Right. They don't even mess with them because they realize it's a Pandora box. Yeah. You open that box, you're just going to get a whole bunch of ugliness coming out with the goodness. Yeah. So they, they, they restrict themselves to the point that if you get on their stage, right? Okay, no, no problem. You don't have to sell no tickets for me. Right. No problem. But I can quantify you have a solid fan base and that you're willing to go out there and, and get with it right. and to push this event I say yeah well I got you know a million hits on YouTube but you know what I don't feel I have to do anything because right. my name is just good enough as is and if you notice even with uh, even a lot of the up and coming artists and a lot of the established artists mm -hmm. a lot of them are actively going and using social media to help to engage their crowd, their fans, their yeah. listeners to come out and support it. Yeah. So that's that's one of the most important things that guys have to realize. And it is called show business. No, Some people look at the show and think there's no business. Right. But they both go hand in hand. It's like a marriage. If it's a perfect marriage, the show is good and the business is good. But if the show is good and the business is bad, then maybe the next time the show will be good and the business will be better. Good. But yeah. if the business is bad and the show is bad, you're lost. You're lost. <laughs> and if the business is good but the show is bad, you're lost. Because yeah. the next time that show comes around, nobody's going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you know, so you want to get on one of my shows? Show me what you got. Yeah. And if you ain't and if you ain't got that, then don't come to me because you know now you're just wasting my time, and you you know and this is why people like Avanco don't like because then it becomes 
a challenging thing. You, right, know, you understand right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the guys get resentful because they feel like they're entitled to this because they put sweat equity into what they're doing. They go out there, they cut the videos, they go out there, record these tracks, yeah. and they feel that this is a natural progression in the evolution of their game. Right, right. But they don't understand that it don't work like that. Yeah. Because yeah. if that's the case, then everybody will get put on. This is true. This is true. <laughs> right? They don't. You know, um, and it also brings me to a question, like, for example, like an artist like XX Tension or Tension, mm -hmm. right? He has all these different issues, you know, at some of his shows, you know, he got snuffed on stage and, you know, crazy things happen, right? So, but he's also extremely lit. Like, everybody's on him right now. He's got a huge fan base. So what happens when you got somebody like that? Even for like a, a local artist, they got a huge fan base, but you know like every other week like there's a fucking shooting or surrounding them or some kind of crazy thing that's happened at their show. How do you deal with something like that? Well, you see, you got to remember, right? A guy like Extension can survive in America because you have over 300 million people. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't really need to leave continental America in order to get his business done. Right, right. Right? Be, you know? Which is different from here. Yeah. So anybody, any rapper, aspiring rapper who feels like, you know, the key to success is become a common criminal, right? You know, don't get it twisted. You can talk about the street life, but you need to be able to separate being it and doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and a lot of guys get caught up in that. And those who get caught up in the game get played in the game. Yeah, this is true. You, you see what I'm saying? So they sit up there and they they feel that, you know, that's part of the endorsement. Yeah. What, what I don't like about hip-hop right now, right, is that guys feel like they have to go to jail in order to legitimate their street credibility. Mm. It's not about the lyrical thing. It's about how much of a common criminal you are. What, why does hip-hop have to be a bunch of sociopaths? We already, already have them in there. This is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've had it all our lives. You know, this is, this is part of the reason why a guy like me existed so long. Because the average white promoter, you know, the Vancos, the Live Nations, didn't want to get down with that. Right. They were scared. They feared the boogeyman and everything that he had to go with it. Yeah. Now that this shit got a little bit more tamer, because we took the knocks in our heads, the pop pop in their heads, to smooth it all out, now they feel that they can just come in and just take it over, right? Because yeah. it's popular, because they done just rinsed out the EDM, they rinsed out dance, they rinsed out rock. So now hip-hop, it's like one of those kind of virgin music. Mm. It was like, you know, it was like the, the stepson you had that you didn't want to deal with, but now you got no other choice. He's in your face right, all the right, time. Right, and right, he, right. And he's, he's got a bag of money all the time. You're like, shit, man, let's just hang out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's 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 the new music of the counterculture. Yeah. It's, it's the new anti-establishment music that's slowly being turned into super trash. Mm. And that's what and that's what's going down, and you you're seeing that a lot of the new hip hop that's coming out, some of it is good, but a lot of it's trash. Yeah, you know that was actually answering a question that I was going to ask you. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Your views on the new hip hop these days, but it, it, it some of it's good, like the Davies are good. You know, I, I I like him a lot. You know, but the the guys like the Yachties and and and, and the you know the. Um, Little pumps and these guys are weird, man. But you know what? That's cool because 
I'm a lover of hip hop, whatever it may be. Right. Because I am one of the gatekeepers of that culture. Mm. See what I'm saying? So that's one of my children. Whether I look at him favorably or not, he's still one of my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, dig? Yeah. So at the end of the day, whatever I, I, I'm feeling them 100% or not, I'm going to love it. I'm going to embrace it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's facts because at the you end know? of the day, it, it's not something like, you see what a lot of people, um, they look at the way the new hip hop is running and they're like, well, this shit is whack. I'm done. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Bless up, King. Mm -hmm. Yo, it's crazy when I come back to Montreal. Of course, a lot of love in the building. I've been bumping into so many people I haven't seen in a Of course, of course. Oh, man. It's a beautiful thing. Um, one of the last couple things I want to ask you, because I know you got your show coming up. Yeah. Now. What's one of your fondest memories over the years of working in this industry? Just meeting a lot of different people. Watching some of the guys who I watch coming up as youths. Becoming men and becoming the gatekeepers of our community. Mm. Watching guys like yourself coming up as youngins, trying to find your your position in life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and making it happen. Yeah, yeah. And staying true to the game and true to the love and the passion. That's one of the things I enjoy. Watching you know, one of the things I loved as a concert promoter was watching whatever children I created or children that were created become a man or a woman. Mm. You know, and that that was one of the that is one of the most exciting things. Sitting down there taking something from nothing, from a sperm. And watching it incubate. Yeah. And then bear a human being. Whether that human being some of them come out deformed. Some of them come out handicapped. Some of them come out perfect. But they're still your children. You see what I'm saying? You still gotta love them. That's it, you know, and, and that's how I look at it. Like, that's one of the things that, you know, when that time comes, God willing, you know, that's one of the things that I'm gonna look back on. Mm. Is that I had a lot of children. And I helped to produce a lot of children yeah. in the world of hip hop. Yeah. I only have two kids though, two of my actual <laughs> biological kids. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, let's put that out there. Yeah. But, you know, I don't Ricky know. Did, Ricky doesn't have. No, no, I don't three, get that. Like, three um, hundred thousand kids. So do not, do not call me. Do not send me an email and tell me you want if you're, you're one of mine, because I know all of mine. What is it? Um, uh, the kid out my son. Yeah, I mean, I yo, you hey. you say it, I'll listen. Uh, but hey, one of the things that brings me with that question also, yeah. who is there to look out for? Now that we're here in Montreal, who who's oh, looking out for? You know, Montreal? right now, right now, you know, if you're looking on the, the French side, the French side right now is really jamming. Mm -hmm. I've 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 never seen a renaissance like this. Um, back in the, the early 90s and everything, you had guys like Dumbmatic and these guys were leading the charge, Muzayan and all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you got guys like the Dead Obies and Coriolis. Okay. You got a kid named Enema. Okay. You got, uh, in the English side, you got guys like Spang. Mm. One of my favorite rappers here, 
I'm looking oh, for Spang. 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 We you on the show before he I was, leave. He was. He's definitely a guy to look out. One of my favorite rappers is like a guy named Magnum. Okay. He's one of my favorites, you know, um, that I rate, like, super rate. Um, there's there's other guys out there. There's CeeLo, um, Below the Kid okay. from the East End. He's he's doing it up in English. Then you got guys like Easy S, mm. you know, they're, they're doing it up in French. Um, like I said, the kid Enima, yeah. he's doing it up in French. Uh, there's there's a bunch of them. They're nice. just coming up. That that have some real. You know, you got guys like Young Troy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's doing it. He's he's really hot. He just did a big record for um, for um, a boogie. Oh, nice. Yeah, he just did a record for him up here. That's um, on on his album. Okay. You know, there's there's a lot of great talent that are just doing their thing quietly. Some of them are not as quiet. Some of them are really out there. You just got to dig around and start asking people and you're going to get the 411. Nice, nice. There's a guy out of, Montre out of Montreal uh, who's one of the biggest managers in the world right now. Mm -hmm. His name is uh, Nick DeJour. Okay. And he's massive. Yeah. Multi-platinum, Grammy Award winning manager. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and, he's, and, he, and he's a kid from the West Island. Wow. That's uh, based in L.A. He's doing extremely well. Yeah. There's there's guys that are out there getting it, you yeah. know. Some of them have to leave here. Some of them have not left yet and mm -hmm. are about to. Nice. Well, wow, man. Montreal's, Montreal has a lot more than people really realize. You know I mean? Yeah. You know, there's, there's guys out there that are doing it. But again, you know, we're overshadowed by Toronto because Toronto ended up getting what we would have gotten if the whole language issue didn't become such an issue. Mm. You know, a lot of the a lot of the the power brokers of Toronto originally came from Montreal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and started the revolution over there. Yeah. And the evolution of that yeah. city. Which, you know, is taking it on to, you know, fantastic heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, Montreal is the poor cousin who had its moments. You know what I mean? Still has his moments here and there. Yeah. Just not as many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, in closing, what do you have coming up next? Um, I, I got a show with um, this guy named Necro. Okay. So, you know, I, I'm Shout still... Shout Necro. He'll be on yeah. Instagram, yo. Yeah, Necro, is, he's super dope. We're going to sell that one out. I just did Jedi Mind Tricks mm. with Vinny Press, another sold-out show. Nice. You know what I mean? Some real... 90s ish type hip hop, yeah. That you know is I, I have a special place in my heart for. Okay. Um, I'm working on uh, Smoke Perp. Mm. We're looking to get ready with him. Um, Ski Mask. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Ski Mask I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm working on, on getting the show with with him. Um, there's um, then you know I'll cross into. Working with Sizzla, I'm working on that. Nice, nice. That's that's a show that's about to happen. That we're we're in the last stages of confirming uh, on the reggae tip. I dabble a bit in the reggae. I just did this year Chronics. Mm. I brought him up to Montreal. Bra, bra, bra. Yeah, I did that. That was a great show. All, all my all my West Indian people loved it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And and the white folks that came out, they loved that show. It was a great one, you know, one of the shows to remember. Um, I'm just always looking, man. 
Always busy. I'm always looking, man. I'm always looking. Man. I'm always looking. I'm always thinking. I'm working on a, a show with a little mini tour with Black Dot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's about to come out with his own album. Nice. So I'm I'm, I'm popping that one in uh, there. You know, I did not know that. Black Thought, he's in my top five dead or alive yeah. uh, rap list. You know what I mean? He, there's a, like a division of hip-hop where, you know, there's the regular top five right. Eminem, the right, big, the right, right. But then there's a part of hip-hop where everybody, there's like a, hey, you know, Black Thought's my top five kind of thing. He's, more, he's, more, he's more in the conscious top yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. You know, I look at hip-hop in two different genres. You have the conscious and then you have the pop. Mm. You know, the Jay-Z's and the Kanye's and them, they're the pop. Right, right. They're the pop rap. They're just as vital, the jiggy rap. And then you got the conscious, guys who are more lyrically inclined, more yeah. ly lyrically, more socially conscious. Yeah. More, more about the essence of hip-hop, the mm. cultural side. And then you got the other side, the more of the bravado, the more, and this is where the Jay-Z's of the world and yeah. these other guys fit into. But... He's one of my, my favorites, too. Nice, nice. Well, I really appreciate you coming through and, and, and taking the time to sit here and chop it up with We Love Hip Hop. You know, it's great because I, I, I like to interview more than just rappers. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's so many different angles of the game that brings this whole piece, this whole puzzle together that everybody needs to be able to to catch all of those angles you know what i'm saying especially for my rap audience like the, the rapper audience right they need to hear this you know what i'm saying so that they absolutely you know they have to realize it's called show business yeah yeah right and i'm one of the builders mm, definitely you understand and and they're the artists without us there's no show and without them there's no show exactly right you need to have both in order for the business and the show to flourish. Yeah, yeah. You know, and people don't get that. They just see the show. They just, you know, but they don't understand the business side of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nor do they want to inform themselves of it because it's not in their interest. But they don't realize it is in their interest to know it. Because those who know both sides mm. are the ones who win. This is true. And if you don't know, for any artists out there, Get a good manager. Don't just self-manage yourself and just be like, I don't know, I'm, you know, I'll just get fucked. No. Get a manager so you won't. More important than getting a manager is to inform yourself because any any new artist has to realize that, you know, what you ask from a manager is a lot of work, a lot of sweat equity mm. into your career. Right. If you are not the driver of your career, how do you expect somebody to get in the seat with you? Because now that person who could be sitting up there feeding their families, doing something that will put food on their table, is invested into your career. Right. So now, you know, you see this over and over again. Guys who roll with them, once they blow up, guess what? They're not there no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But then there are some that are loyal and that are true to them and put their friends or there are people that are there, but some of their friends are very bad managers yeah, and yeah. don't know how to manage them properly and are man and are allowing them to lose potential dollars because mm. of their their inability to handle the business. Yeah, They're yeah. just there more as a friend and as a pillow than they are in terms of competency as a manager. Yeah. So before you go and grab a manager, 
Go educate yourself. Go educate and build yourself to a point where now there's a reason for an individual to want to get down with you because now the possibility of them being able to make a career out of you is worthwhile. Yeah. But just don't go and get one to just get one and then... You know, you ain't really doing anything, and this guy's sitting up there and wasting your time yeah. and wasting other people's time. You lock yourself down in a situation which is counterproductive to you because y'all ain't doing nothing. Right. And now you're into a situation which you can't escape. Yeah. You know, um, it makes me... It makes oh, I got to go. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to wrap it up here. Mm. Let the people know where to find you. Well, you can find me at Radio McGill, CKUT. 90.3 FM yes, www.ckut.ca yes. you can look for me on Facebook at Ricky D Events that's Ricky mm. R-I-C-K-E-Y the letter D events.com or Ricky D Events on Facebook okay. and you can get to me and you can see what I'm doing and that's basically the best ways to give me Instagram Ricky D Events okay. you know I'm on Twitter Ricky D Events mm -hmm. Um, I'm on Snapchat. I don't really do Snapchat. My daughter does it for me. Yeah. Because that shit got me confused. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I'm like looking at this and it's just way over me, man. I'm yeah. Just, but, you know, she's 12 years old and she's my social media expert. She's your admin for the social That's, media. Oh, right man. There. She's all into all of that, right? She's just, she's in. Nice. So she handles all of that for me. Nice. And you know what? I don't have to pay her much either. Hey, you gave her the upgrade her life. She's girl. cheap. She's cheap and she gets it done, all right? But thank you, brother. Thank you. Okay. We appreciate you. We all right. Hip -hop, yo, yo yeah. there you go, B. Thank you. All right. All right. So, yeah, man. Let me go and uh, you can talk to me in a minute. Yes, Let me yes. Let go and, uh, excuse me. So that's the exclusive interview right there with Ricky D, a.k.a. Ricky Daly, foundation promoter. Um, you know where to get at me. Get at me at Ricky or Friday Ricky Dread. That's D-R-E-D. -E that's all my social media platforms. Hit up my website, Friday, a.k.a. Ricky Dread. That's D-R-E-D. -E Make sure to get at our um, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash we love hip hop. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, all that good shit. Rate, comment, and uh, yeah, we'll be doing some more interviews while we out here. Peace.